Yeah, here we go for the hundredth time. Hand grenade pins in every line. Throw them up and let something shine. Going out of my fucking mind. Truth is, you can stop and stare. Run myself out and no one cares. Dug a trench out. Lay down there with a shovel. Which is what I fucking had to do with these trades. I had to go through and, like, make sure they worked. Fucking pain in the ass. So... Welcome to this week's episode of the NBA Triple Threat podcast. In this episode, we're going to be going through. Joey's got his list of trades, sort yep. of like mock fantasy trades mock that we trades. have. Then, at the same time, we've got predictions for big team moves and movers, and then top five teams and player moves that we might see. So, like who, like who we think are the top five teams or players that we're going to see the most activity with. Mm-hmm. A bit of a spoiler. We were all potentially talking about Houston. We had a section for Houston, and that's now come up, and there's been some activity there. So, without further ado, we'll get into this week's episode. Let's do it. All right. So, guys, welcome. It's all three of us. We're all here. Afternoon. <laughs> Good, evening. Good evening. One David Mayfield. <laughs> Howdy. This week's episode is sponsored by DMS Aircon. <laughs> We'll call your day down. It's too easy, guys. The, 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 the coldest aircon install is from three. That's a good look. That's a good look. <laughs> nah, that was me. Aircon's that was me this week. It was fair. That was me this week. But what do we want to kick off first with, Joey? He's our um, agenda, man. I think we should start with Houston. Yeah, that's so true. I think we all kind of predicted that this was... Happy birthday, Westy. Yeah, happy birthday, Russ. Um, we, we all kind of predicted that this was going to be somewhat of a dumpster fire at some point. Did I think it was going to be after one year? No. Um, yeah. But I, I assumed after maybe after two or three years, they'd start breaking it up. But it looks like they're going to break it up now. And I think they should. So apparently... <laughs> People can't see what you're in. So give it, <laughs> I'm wearing give, my RJ Barrett jersey. I'm maybe I'm prematurely celebrating that Westbrook might be coming to the Knicks. <laughs> They've got some hope to make the playoffs again. <laughs> but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get into that a little bit further down the track. I'm not gonna Ooh, get into it right now. Are you teasing? Oh, maybe dive a little foot in. I've got I've got the something hope. exciting for you guys. We've got some oh. yeah cheers takes in this episode. That's for sure. Um. So yeah, we're gonna talk about Houston. Um. I also wanted to touch on a bit later um, on Christian Wood. I think he's probably the biggest sleeper in the free agency class. Yeah, I rate him. People aren't talking there, about for sure. Um, and then obviously we can get into those those big move, those big team and player moves that you wanted to discuss as well. Um, so yeah, Harden and Westbrook mm. potentially out of Houston. Obviously, uh, Westbrook has asked for a trade. Uh, well, he hasn't asked for a trade, but he's his sources have said he wants out. And it's well, we re- know that it's reported, reported by Shams, so you would think it's legitimate. He's pretty much second in line next to Woj. All we would know that they're willing to confirm is that Harden and Westbrook are not happy with the front office. Mm-hmm. That's all that they've confirmed, and then everything else is sort of conjecture. And then Shams also said, "Well, what did Shams report that?" Something happened there's at the end the, of the postseason. Yeah, so you, you, you run us through. There's it. a report that after the the first round win against the Oklahoma City Thunder, which is ironic because it's Russell's old team, um, he didn't play in that series. But he, um, after the series, he gave the team some constructive criticism on where he thinks they could improve moving forward. Apparently, the the whole team took it well, except James Harden didn't. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't accepted by James as like it was 
as everyone else. And I think that caused a bit of tension. Now we obviously don't know what goes on in the locker rooms because these are just reports that come from the media. Um, but I can see that being a thing. I could see that like, you know, when we, we knew that there was, there was a little bit of tension between Chris Paul and James Harden. And then the rest of the team kind of just was caught in the middle of it. So we've seen this before. Mm. Um, and now I think we can probably well, say that Harden was, then even before CP3. Yeah, well, yeah. And he, was, he was off him real early. And it's like, okay, well, Harden is clearly the problem. Yeah. Hard, like I've said in this podcast on multiple occasions, Harden is a regular season player that's shined. Big time. I refute any claim that he is more statistically efficient than Michael Jordan. There's no fucking way that that's the case, even though Daryl Morey loves preaching it. And it's just like he's a regular season player that – pads regular season stats he's prolific scorer but he cannot do those things in the postseason anywhere near as efficiently when teams can actually game plan for him and double team he's like what Devin Booker you know could be if he just continued being that same little bitch um, you know complaining about double teams <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I'm pretty like, sure like, that was at a practice session. Yeah, too. yeah. In the in the pra- that was in a practice yeah. session in the off season, and that's like what James Harden sort of is now. He's like mastered the ability to get fouled. Yeah, I think I think James Harden's biggest problem is that he's not. He hasn't shown that he's willing to play off the ball ever since he was in Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm. And I think if you, the the biggest problem I see with James Harden is he'll get to the top of the key, he well the, the top of the arc. He'll have a look. He'll see what he can do. If he if nothing's on, he'll pass the ball, and then he just kind of stands there. Mm. If Harden is willing to move around and I guess run an offense and get some off-ball movement, that makes teams' defense have a lot harder time because they always have to be watching him. It's going to generate a lot of open looks, and Houston already get a ton of open looks as it is. Mm. But he doesn't move enough. No, no way. It doesn't. This kind of thing doesn't work in the in the playoffs. No. No, they were really I'm surprised fortunate. they beat the Thunder. Yeah, they, they were really fortunate to even be in that seven-game series with CP3, like without the, their style of play. I, you know what I also think as well, though? Like teams tend to game plan for other teams rather than to just beat everyone on their best day. Yeah. So like we saw that last season with the Clippers, right? It was like they were, they were like doing all these moves to like try and block the Lakers. And it's like, no, just try and beat everyone on their best yeah. day. Yeah, it's not... That sort of gameplay doesn't work. You like watching James Harden, Dave? How many of his games have you watched? Snorefest. I don't watch paint dry. That's it's just banging threes if nothing else is going. It's not pretty basketball. I, I really liked watching the Rockets when it was Chris Paul, James Harden, and Clint Capella. That was really fun basketball. Even for me, I was I didn't enjoy it that much. Even like when when um, Harden really sort of came into the like into the you know the top five pitcher or like MVP pitcher mm. in the 2016-2017 season or 2017 season the um, Westbrook MVP season mm. and he really sort of like shot through as a scorer and the step back three the young guard will step back three and then side step three started becoming things that was like cool to watch but watching a full game of his was Really painful. Mm. I actually really enjoyed their their series against the Warriors in 2018. That was a lot of fun. The one that went seven games. That was one yeah. game off. Yeah, yeah. Was that 18 or? It was 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 2018. Yeah, 2018 series. Because I felt they, like they the had... Warriors were imploding. I felt like what? Yeah. I don't. I didn't feel 
like when I was watching it, I wasn't watching it being like, wow, the Rockets are playing amazing. Like they're beating a full strength Warriors team. I was like, wow, the Warriors are playing like <laughs> shit. The Rockets are really in this. Yeah, but I mean, you take what you get. You can play who's in front. And I think like if CP3 doesn't get injured. Yeah, right. maybe. Oh, yeah. If CP3 doesn't get injured, I thought they would have won that series. Yeah, they, potentially. They just seem to But then have, they get smoked by the Cavs. They, yeah, they, they would have been a horrible matchup for LeBron. Yeah. yeah. Because they were game, game planning to beat the Warriors. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like Westbrook's asked out. What do you guys think it's going to do? I, yeah, I, I look, I think if, I think if, um, Obviously, he doesn't really have a choice. It's up to the front office. But, mm. you know, do, do you see, like, any potential suitors out there for him? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of teams. I don't think the Clippers are a team. Maybe, but there's a lot of cash. There's a, there's a lot of talk about the Clippers. And that's just horrible. Yeah, I, I don't think... Can we can we do it. that first? Yeah. To talk about the Clippers? <laughs> no, 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 legitimately, it, it's... Because I know you I, like talking about the Clippers. I just can't believe, like, I, I can. I'm not surprised that the first team that the media started talking about is like, oh, Russell Westbrook could go to the Clippers. There's just no way they'd make it work. I feel like the best move too much for the Clippers cash. is Rajon Rondo to go there. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's a really they, good They move. don't need a, a point guard who wants to score. Yeah, they need a point guard to just run the offense and take the pressure off. As good as Russell Westbrook is, that's not what he is. He's he's a scoring slashing point guard, and he, if you watch his game closely, he's actually not a fantastic decision maker. No, he's he gets a lot of his assists and a lot of his buckets, like a lot of his stats, based on pure athleticism. Yeah, because he's arguably one of the most athletic point guards we've ever seen in the game, if not one of the most athletic players we've ever seen in the game. So they need – the Clippers don't need Westbrook. Westbrook isn't the answer. It's It would probably make them worse. Mm. Um, I feel like they need someone like Rajon Rondo. But I, 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 I wasn't I surprised like, I, to hear I feel like it. for that Clippers team as well, like you've got Kawhi, he needs his shots and he'll yeah. get his shots. And he Westbrook would – Plays a lot to, of Kawhi so ball as well. Yeah. Westbrook would be able to compliment Kawhi well, but PG no and Morris no and those guys – are on big money and Westbrook would probably be the third option of Paul George. And like those guys like aren't that good and they need the ball and they take up a lot of money. And like we were watching the 2016 um, Golden State OKC Mm. series. Yeah. And the interesting thing about that as well is, is like Westbrook in the postseason like he cops a lot of criticism for like not getting out of you know whatever it is and stuff. And like I like I think he's on the decline. Like he probably has been for the last two years. His shooting's been horrible, and he hasn't had an off season to like work on his shot. And I don't see him working on his shot over going to Paris Fashion Week anyway. So <laughs> like it's clear where his priorities are nowadays. He, yeah, he's too busy fucking working out with Kevin Hart at the Vita Hustle Studios, doing you know walking Renegade Rose for the Gram. When he should be on the free throw line with Lethal Shooter. Hard Express. <laughs> yeah. Hard <laughs> Express. Heartbeat Productions. He's Westbrook training. Um, but like I think I think, you know, he he he's copped uh, an, uh, some unnecessary flack for that because the chat coming out of 2016 when KD left the Thunder was that oh he gets no help, KD gets no help. Katie sucked so badly in that series. He was so inefficient. He was five from 19 going like into the midway point of the third quarter in game bad. six. It was so bad. It was, it was, it was 0 for five. 
one, one, he was like one, 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 one from five, one for five. Yeah, in the first quarter the first or something quarter, like that. Was so bad to watch. He he was like he was getting the ball and jacking up really bad shots. That for, it had a forced floater at the top of the arc for like no reason, just to throw it up there. He the random like catch and shoot three that he had from about you know a meter behind the three point yeah. line that he like walked in and Clay was on him immediately. So he's like catches it high and then just like quickly like releases. It. It's not even like a good looking shot. And you're talking about the Warriors series. Yeah, yeah. 16. He um he was just really bad. And like mm. Westbrook was pretty good. Like, like as far as point guards go, he was actually really good. And he he and Serge Barker at times in games six and seven had some really big impactful moments to keep them back in it. Even it, Adams, Adams was good. Yeah, the it, first, looked, it looked way different than what he does now. Yeah. He was way more athletic. Yeah, he was he was a lot lighter. He was lot slimmer, mobile. and he was running the court like he was rim you running. See why he got that that contract? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I think, um, yeah, I, I I think this 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 chat about like KD getting no help was rubbish. Like KD, he wanted out. That yeah, he it. he wanted out, and he, he didn't. Chip. He didn't easy way. He didn't have what it took to. He was the first option, and he didn't have what it took to close out. Like Westbrook wasn't the closer. Westbrook wasn't ignoring him. He was giving him the shots, and KD was absolutely shitting the bed. He's the, he's the Kyrie of where he goes. Yeah, it was option. like Kyrie of Boston. Be the second option. Yeah, like so. So KD was like that. He was like, I mean, he was the first option at Golden State. It's just that was he though? Like they just everyone like, like I reckon it was one he, A one B. He, he had Steph. He, okay, Steph he had was he was shots. taking the mesh, most shots. Steph yeah. was taking four to seven he was shots forcing a game to, to KD. Like, yes, they'd be open and they just keep passing it around until they got KD or like, no one cares. And it's easier to generate a mismatch that KD can capitalize on when it's Steph and Clay on the team. perimeter. Yeah. Then you got Steph and Clay. Yeah. The other thing, the other thing that was really interesting in that series as well is like 2016, Draymond was like 40% from three or 41% from three. Good then. Do you, do you want the numbers? Yeah. For that me. playoff series? Yeah. Yeah. So in the regular season, he was 50% from the field. KD? Is, yeah. Yeah. Which is standard good. KD. Yeah. In in that playoff series that you're talking about, so the- And the, he had a couple of really good games series, as well in that series, series. He was 42% from the field and 28% from three. And that's on six, six three-point attempts. So the, like, the, the volume is there. And he was taking 24 shots a game. He was scoring oh. 30 points a game, but on 24 shots. Yeah. So that's yeah. There was there was a significant fall off, in especially that. an assassin, the one of the best scorers in the game. And he's like he's like a high IQ plays. Yeah. And these plays, he was not making twenty four shots is a lot. I would and like his game six and game seven stats. And I would beg. How many that, threes? How many threes was that? Six. He's attempting a six a game, and averaging one point seven. Twenty eight percent from the field. Yeah. Uh, from three. He um. Like I would say, without having the stats in front of me, game six and seven, his stats were worse as well. Like they had some big, big wins where he played really, really well and was quite efficient. But game six, he was like well, they lost three games in a row. They blew a three round lead. One. Yeah. Game six and seven was not good. Nah. Like like in, in rewatching them, I was like, Wow, he I just remember like looking at you, Dave, and we were saying, like exclaiming, it was like, Whoa. KD had no help apparently. He like, was he was really bad in game six. He was actually good in game seven. So game seven, he had twenty-seven and he was what, seven three, and three, and he was he was fifty-two percent from the from field. Forty-two percent from yeah, three. Yeah, he was good from three. But in game six, he was twelve percent from three. He was one from eight. And he was ten, he was ten from thirty-one from the field. Holy eight yeah. from ten from free throw, which is actually quite bad for Kevin Durant. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, it's he had some really bad defensive lapses in Game Seven, and he gave up some really bad fouls in Game Seven. In rewatching him as well, so like he was more efficient, but he made some really bad plays. Sixers, he was like, "Yeah, no, nah, I'm going to go to Warriors." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Seven, he started talking about contracts. Probably ste- 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 like he there was there, there were times he bailed Steph out, and Steph was scoring on him at will in Game Seven as well. Like yeah. he had the matchup on Curry. And you could tell he was like, oh, I'm going to lock him down. And like Steph had his number in big ways. There was this layup that Steph scored on KD where he drove on KD from the perimeter. Like he's done his thing, you know, brought the ball up, cut around, got off like off ball screens and switches. KD ends up on him while he's running around. He gets the ball back. KD's on him on the perimeter. Steph starts dribbling. You think KD's locking him up. Then Steph, you know, gets him eating out of his hand. And somehow like you think he's, going to get trapped by KD and then gets past him and he's in the lane. KD gives him a bit of space to then overplay the block. And I think Ibaka or Adams comes to help as well. Steph gets it up, floats up this shot that goes higher than the backboard. And then on the descent, it then hits the backboard and then goes in as a layup. (laughs) And then, and, and, and like KD has like contact with him, like trying to block it. I don't think they call a foul, but it was a foul. And like and like like that that, that that like that's that like summarized like KD's defense in Game Seven and like a couple of couple, couple of lapses yeah like he had, he had opportunities to do well KD had help Russ 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 played pretty well in that series yeah he had a had lot some, of help. had some really big impactful players I think by halfway through the third quarter Russ was like eighteen points nine rebounds eight assists or something like mm-hmm. that. And like made some really good passes. I think he'd had hit like Robinson on two alley oop back, you know, backdoor cuts. Hit Adams and Ibaka a couple of times, and you know, made some like those drives. It would be like like it would be low in the shot clock. KD would not have the Nothing shot. Happened, just what? fling it to Russ, yeah, and then right. all of a sudden shit just I happened out myself. of nowhere. Yeah, and like bailed him out a couple of times. So yeah. yeah, I um, I think I think getting back to the whole Rockets thing, I think um. Like we know, like Russ, he's not going to be working on his shot. That, that that's where he sucks. I think his decision making is not too bad, but it's getting he, worse though. He gets criticized for like making bad decisions, but he doesn't have like a lot of help. From oh, his I, I no, I disagree with that. You got James Harden on your team. Like, but is he is James Harden someone that Russ can pass the ball to late in the shot clock? Because the thing about James Harden is he's doing his pitter patter. Yeah, shit, but and if, then he's kicking it to Russ. If, if you yeah. if you watch those if you watch those Lakers games, like Russ made some really bad decisions. Like it's not that he didn't have help; he just made some really poor decisions. You have to lay and just force the ball out. Yeah, yeah, it, or lose the handle completely. Yeah, but is yeah. that a bad decision thing, or is that a like, yeah, rust? it is, is because is that he, like a rust thing coming. It back is a bad injury? decision because they've got a very very small team, and who do you think you're going to meet at, at the rim? It's Anthony Davis. So you need to try and find a way to pull Anthony Davis out. That's a bad decision. Yeah, but Anthony Davis isn't going to be getting pulled out on Russell. Yeah, Westbrook. I'm just saying Russ like, has like, Russ has help like, in like Houston. on the three point line. Like Russ, AD's AD's sitting off him, so his only chance yeah. is in broken play. I know, but they to drive. Yeah, and if he goes hard, and but this is it, this is the NBA. That's a, bad, that's a this, bad handle. This is the NBA. Like if, if what did he drop on AD when they played the last the last time they played? What did he score in the regular season? Forty eight, something like that. No, nah, it was forty. Yeah, yeah, and he was like sixty percent. I don't think Harden field. played though. Is the oh, one I'm at Staples? The was it game at Staples Center? Yeah, the one. At yeah, Staples. Harden didn't play. Harden didn't play. No, 
Yeah, so like he like he did well and he had AD's number in that game. Yeah, but I'm just I'm saying he has help. Yeah. We can't we can't say he doesn't have help. He has arguably one of the best scorers of all time on just his team. Not performing. Eric Gordon's there. He should be playing better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. should be. That's but he made he, his decision making has never been a strong sort of part a, a strong accolade, not accolade, quality for him. Yeah, he's he's but it's he's, getting he's even scoring point guard. It's getting sure. even worse. I don't know if yeah, I don't know if he's been put in a position where he's had a system that's like I, I yeah, like he had Paul George and he looked like a regular season MVP in um and then they go to the postseason and playoff P happens and he's way off P and completely terrible and he's he's, like, he's oh. been in plenty of situations where hypothetically they're winning situations, but they just don't execute. It's a team game. Yeah. So like he's had that. And then prior to that, it was KD in 2016. Uh, 2015 was when Pat Bev dove at his knee. Uh, I'd have to. And that, that respect to do well. And he ended up being injured. And then OKC, like, like then OKC couldn't do anything. KD mm-hmm. couldn't do anything there. And then, yeah. So then he's had, so then KD leaves. He has Oladipo as not that good an Oladipo. So nothing no. really happens there. They lose to Houston. Um, and then he has Paul George and Carmelo. That doesn't work well. And then Paul George with broken shoulders. That doesn't go well. But yeah, they, they could have run that back. I reckon George, they should have. Paul George for his injury, he was top. He was in the three. Yeah, he MVP. was. He, yeah, he it was, was. It was Harden, Giannis, Paul George. Yeah. And like that, 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 they were combining for some pretty like crazy play together at times. Like and. They were steady together. Like he was hitting a lot of threes too, Paul George back then. I, wasn't he averaging something like four point three made threes a game yeah. or something? He was scoring a lot of threes. It was crazy. So, look, I agree. I just think a broken Paul George and James Harden, who's ball dominant and kicks at the end of a shot clock, isn't necessarily like a a good scenario, a good a good decision making scenario. It, yeah, it, but he, he still made poor decisions. But like based what he, on what he had, he still made the wrong decision a lot of the time. Well, okay, so what's the wrong decision based on what he had? Well, if he's going to – so there was several times where he'd committed to attacking the basket, and you know what Houston are like. They all just stand on the perimeter. Yeah. Like, oh, Russ is going to the basket. We're just going to stand here and watch because that's what they did in the regular season. And then out of nowhere, he just throw it away. That's a bad in, decision. In, in the Lakers series? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know me. I watch the games like a whore. Yeah, so if – if he gets in the paint and it's crowded because they've got AD Braun Dwight in there. Dwight Dwight didn't play like that that I think after game one. Pause. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, so we were saying um see, I think their turnovers and their shit turnovers, but I don't think that's the wrong decision because when you go in there and there's a shit load of people shooting a contested layup against bigs that are blocking the fuck out of you, because he got blocked a lot. I think it's both because there was just Houston don't move off the ball. You don't turn the ball over four times a game in a series without making numerous bad decisions. I think you do if you come back. If you come back and you're like not in shape and you like you got to play yourself into it and you're a high usage player, like he. But their their turnovers doesn't he average on, like three turnovers a series like on the season anyway? I think turnovers. If, I don't think he averages that many. He hasn't this year because he hasn't been. His MVP uh, he's, year, he was like six. Yeah, but that's because his usage was like ridiculously high. It was like historically high. But you could have turnovers if you're <laughs> trying to force 
something for, like to happen and the other tech players aren't producing like mm. Houston don't run off the ball they don't if they're supposed to be in position it's just a be. that team was oh, it's just a shit they shouldn't have got rid of Capella I really shouldn't have biggest no. problem the new GM is thinking like why do we not have Capella the top like <laughs> Raphael where but, is he how old is he how's Capella 23 he's young but we can we can sit here and we can argue you know how good or how bad Russ is all we want I, I think Russ is actually still a really good player um, I really, I really like his he's game. Good, but he's, I, don't, but I don't even have him. Talk yes, he, I just want to talk about. I just want to. I just want to talk about potential suitors. Like, where could where could you see Honestly, him going? Many. I don't think there's many. Yeah, if at all. No, Milwaukee. I said that last season. I don't know if they have the room nah, and the salary. I, I don't like that. There'd be something smaller. They they prefer shooters around Giannis. They don't need yeah. any more. Slashes. I don't think they can make it work with 41 million for Westbrook. It's just so much money. Yeah. It's a lot of money. The only ones that can do it are like Detroit, Atlanta, uh, and Knicks. There's only about three or four teams that can really yeah. do it. Well, I mean, th- there are teams who are who are a bit closer to the cap that that can do it hypothetically, but do, do, if do the, to, see it, like, the problem is you've got to give up a lot more than what you're getting, yeah. if that makes sense. So it's only going to get worse. For example, if if the Lakers were let's use Lakers as an, as an example to trade for Westbrook. You'd have to give up forty-one million dollars worth of salary, which is Danny Green. That's going to be Kyle Kuzma. Then you're also going to have to throw in Javale McGee. You're also going to have to throw in Avery Bradley and maybe even KCP. I'd have to look at the numbers. And there is no way that that's a good trade for the Lakers. They lose way too much. Mm-hmm. So to make to make the salaries work, he yeah he has to go to a team with he's cap way space. too overpaid. Yeah, he has to Was go to a team with cap left? space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just mean you, with a with a player option. You're not just paying for this year, yeah. and that player you're, option you're is paying for three years. 40, yeah, forty-seven. Million. So he's thirty now. 30, thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. He's an so eighty-eight boy. Like thirty-four. Me. Like when he's thirty-four years old, he's not slashing. He's not getting to the rim the way he does now. Yeah, he's thirty-two. He's not. He's too stubborn to work on jumpers. So what are you paying for? Yeah. That's a Chris Paul type contract, but Chris Paul's better because he's actually assist. It's a John Wall contract. Yeah. I think See, West- I still reckon, I still reckon yeah, John Wall's gonna be good, but John Wall's career is based on his athleticism, and he's had a, a horrific injury. Yeah, the I guess the only the only it's not to say that he won't be good. It's just yeah. like he's Brad. He on. is yeah. the only the only reason I see why Wall coming back from injury might be a better option than Westbrook on his team is because he's not necessarily he's, a, he's not necessarily a scoring point guard. So him and Bill, awesome. him and Bradley Bill don't necessarily cancel each other out. Where him and Harden kind of do. His vision's better than than Westies. So it's yeah. So I would say Westbrook's. I would say his turnovers are high, um, and yes, turnovers come from poor decisions. Um, but I don't necessarily think that he, him for his game being predicated on like driving and then either like trying to score beating his man or then kicking out to a three point shooter. Um, I don't think that's a bad decision for him. I just think that. I'm not saying it's a bad decision for him in that series, the way they were playing, he made some bad decisions. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I think that's just more rust. Like, like, like to come back from being injured and be at a second round playoff position. And then for him, who needs his hands on the ball like to then be doing that? I'm just like, ah, oh, man, like that, that that guy clearly hits his strides, you know, 10 games into the season when he doesn't have 
when he doesn't have an off season to actually like practice. Yeah, Rockets took a long time to get going. Yeah, him and him and Harden. He he, he what did he play? Play like three preseason games after his finger surgery. Mm. It took them like 10, 15 games to get yeah. going. So yeah, I think look, Westbrook, he's got this mentality. It's not going to change. Um, and he sucks at shooting at the moment. So like that's not good either. Mm. His contract is way overvalued. Um, but I feel like he's a better fit for a team from a team, like a locker room perspective than what Harden is at the moment. Big time. So I feel like, yeah. So I would like, I think some of the teams, things we threw out there, Knicks would be really good. I feel like from a locker room and developmental um, place, he like, I think he'd, he'd be good for like star power for drawing like fans to games. And the way that he plays is exciting, but I think that he'd help those younger players come through, like the Mitch Robinson and RJ Barrett. I think that'd be really cool to see. And then I think the Lakers, I, I like Westbrook with anyone with a mobile big. So that's why I like Giannis and the Bucks. Salaries probably won't work, but I think Giannis wouldn't need to be on ball as much with Westbrook on ball because you've got a competent offensive point guard. That's like, you know, that that can beat anyone off the dribble. Is that not his one of the main things for Giannis though? Starting, getting the getting on the front foot and then pretty much just driving. Just imagine line. those two in the pick and roll. Or imagine like Giannis cutting after Westbrook's I penetration. Giannis would be more predictable if he was not hands on the ball. They'd have time to shape up and sort of stop him. Whereas if he's- But the, if you're top, shaping up and stopping him, how are you then playing help? If, if someone like an uninjured John Wall or Westbrook or D Rose, you know, when they were super fast and get, coming in and well, if it's beating, you just stand there and let him shoot. Yeah, but then he's not hitting any jumpers from 20 feet. But then you've then, you, so you're going to stand there and let him shoot. But what if he might hit one, but you go, all right, I'm not, I'll give him that shot. No, like, I, I, I mean, he should shoot no more than two threes a game. No, not even threes, just mid-range, like near the near the arc, near the arc sort of shoot. He's not hitting multiple jumps. Isn't, isn't he pretty good? What were his stats from like mid-range, like free throw line stuff? I'm pretty sure he's like 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 over 50% from the field. What's that? Free throw range jumpers. Like he he he's good on the shoulders. Nice, yeah. Oh, I'd have to. I'd I'm have pretty to. sure his mid-range stuff's pretty good. Um from memory, but like I'm pretty sure his stuff from like the shoulder and like he's got a few spots that are like if it's around free throw he's pretty good. He's so and his career field goal is forty three percent, so I doubt it's around fifty. No, nah, because his career three point is like twenty six or twenty seven, or is it still low thirty? Thirty. Thirty on the nose. Thirty point five. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think career, career I think field goals. What, what, what was last season? Like 25.8. Yeah. His overall field goal bad. percentage was actually higher because he's, um, he's, his shot selection was a lot better. Like you'll you'll let someone season. hit one from four. Yeah. Like from the mid range, you're going to go, all right, I'll, I'll give you that space to stop Giannis getting every two. You'll give Westbrook one and four. I'm pretty sure. Like, like with his three point being 30, and his field goal being forty three, um, and he's he's still he's he's always been an, an unnecessarily high volume three point shooter. Like I I would say that puts him in the high forties for 
non-three-point field goals. And so that, that's obviously like mid-range. I, like I, I, I think his mid-range isn't too bad. Stat man, you looking up mid-range Westbrook? I'm just looking up two-point field goal percentage. I just don't see it getting better. This year was actually his highest. For mid-range? Two, no, just two-point field goal. So that, yeah. that accounts for shots at the rim as yeah. well. And he did take a lot of a shots lot of at the rim this year. <laughs> um, it was 50, 51%. Yeah. So three points were like... But his, his three-point shot was just woeful. Horrible. Like to close to 26% career low. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, and he was, he, was, he was taking almost four a game as well. So bad. <laughs> wow. So bad. So in, in, in 2017, the year he won MVP, he was, he was averaging 7.2 attempts from three and he was shooting... He was shooting 34% from the three, which is actually somewhat respectable. Yeah. For his three. standards. That's no, 34. 34. 34. His MVP season, I think he was maybe 36, 37. Like he was like, he's a, he's a, it's weird. Yeah. Um. Okay. I got it here. 47.1 on um, pull up mid-range jumpers. Yeah. So like that's decent. He, he just sucks at three. Um. He's had a couple of flu. Like I think he's had two or three seasons where he's been, you know, th- around thirty-five or maybe just 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 over or just below. Yeah, but yeah, bad. But I feel like Harden, from a locker room perspective, is he bad. actually led the league in two-point attempts this year. Westbrook, is he Demar Derozan? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's just worse. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think Harden Harden's a hard one because. He's really, really good. He's really, really good regular season player. Not that good. Yeah, he'll make you. He'll make your team relevant, but he won't make you a champion. Did you see how the new coach Stephen Silas? I was interested in- to see how Stephen Silas was going to go with the mm. two and just see what they did with the roster because they've got some moves they can make. Yeah. But it looks well, like that's not going to happen. Yeah, oh, half a half a team isn't happy apparently. Yeah, well, House. and PJ Tucker is quote unquote irate. Yeah, he wants about his contract situation. Contract. House isn't happy with his minutes. House should shut up after what he did in the bubble. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. He doesn't have a right to be he, upset. He's a good player. They who... should have waived him. <laughs> Austin Rivers wants more minutes. He wasn't happy with minutes. Like they, everyone. I do think that's fair. I don't think Austin Rivers got played enough. I or think like Austin Rivers and correctly. Eric Gordon are like are like like. Yeah, but to Austin, to Austin Rivers' credit, like to Austin Rivers' defense, though, like his minutes this year were so inconsistent. Yeah. Like Dan Tony didn't use him properly at all, and like it's oh, really hard. Yeah, that 30, for, 37 point game. Yeah, it's really hard for any player of in any league to you know figure out your game. Dan Tony when, was expecting him to be Jared Dudley. When one one night you're getting ten minutes, and then the next night you're getting thirty. Like it's, do you know what I mean? No, I do know what you mean. Like literally. Yeah. As like funny as that sounds, I'm being serious though. Dudley came in and was always consistent and was always ready. And credit to him, he was fucking efficient and effective. However, he was utilized. And Mike D'Antoni, Mike D'Antoni was expecting Austin Rivers to be like that, but on like a way higher volume of minutes inconsistency. Mm. It was like crazy. Um yeah, I, I, but I don't know about – how do you guys think, feel about it or what do you think? Do you think Austin Rivers and Eric Gordon both being sort of six men in the guard position cancel each other out? No. 
I I like Gordon on the wing. I think he's, I could I think he could be a backup or a starting wing. For That's all. Gordon, six five, six five, six six. I gotta have a look. I, like he's he's got a, I think he's shorter, but he's got a big wingspan. I think he's six three, six four, but his wingspan is like pretty crazy. He's actually six foot three. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. He I looks a lot short. bigger than six foot three. Yeah, he's got big wingspan. Well, I think I think majority of his career he's played small forward. Oh. Yeah, it says he's he, he plays small forward because I I, I recall, thought he was guard. even when he was on the Clippers he was playing the three quite a lot. Yeah, right. I don't uh, know. He's a pretty big body. Like he's he's ninety seven kg. He's thick. So I I, thick I actually prefer I'd I'd prefer to have I mean, him. He's a bit slimmer, wing. so he's fitter. Yeah, definitely needs to be thinner. I'd prefer to have him at the at the three. Then then have him at the two and potentially yeah. limit his shots a little bit. Well, were they starting Gordon sometimes at the three and having Harden yeah. and Westbrook? They were yeah. starting Gordon at the three. So yeah. Harden Westbrook. Yeah, and they were Gordon when House. Daniel House came on. That's when they were better. No, they were sitting Daniel House. Yeah, sorry, it was were they starting Macklemore? No, it went from House, Gordon, and Harden in the OKC series, and then in the Lakers. Oh, I'm just went. talking in general, like in the regular season. Gordon was coming off the bench, and he was injured for like almost wow. half the season. But when what did um, House miss? What say what series was that? Was he yeah he um, shit the he, bed in the Lakers. He, he banged he banged yeah. the COVID tester in the <laughs> Lakers series and then was kicked That's out. Lakers. Skip Bayless, the senile old old, old pest that he is, yeah. um, claims that they would the have Rockets won. would have won if Daniel House didn't <laughs> bang that test. There's no way. Like maybe the Rockets get another game. But nah. Is, nah. Does he have that big of an impact? No. Nah. If they get hot, like they might have got another game if they got hot. Like, and the Rockets can get hot and hit us. Like, AD would have gone. Nah, I'll stop this. I'll put a halt to this movement. He's out. He's irrelevant now. But if they hit like over thirty, like say they hit thirty-three threes in a game or something, like where they just go stupid, they can win. Yeah, but that 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 one, like Daniel House Who's himself doesn't doesn't create Westy. that. No, not Westy. Not, West, West, Gordon's Westy. not getting hot. So you literally have. Gordon had a couple of games where he went really Gordon hot. Can get hot. Can, Gordon can yeah. get hot. But there was, that, I think, it's too far in between for a series. Like House was really consistent. Macklemore was pretty consistent. Harden was, Harden was like close to 40% from three, I think, yeah, in, Harden, the, in the Harden postseason. Wasn't, Harden wasn't so bad in the postseason. Yeah. Half decent. From memory, Westbrook had a way worse postseason. But um, yeah, I think. um. Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, where do you, where do you, where, Joey? We want you know we know that you want Westbrook to go <laughs> to the Knicks. Where like else can you see potential destinations for Westy? And then what do you think about Harden? The only thing I can think about Harden is Philly. Is that I think I think they're going to keep Harden, keep and Harden. I think that if if they're looking at trading Harden, I think they're going to wait till the deadline, and I think a lot of teams won't trade for him now because they probably feel like he will be available at the deadline. So I think a lot of teams will leave that. He also got a bad rap. I mean, Chris Paul one season, Westbrook one season. Mm. But Chris Paul's two, but yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think he was, like, injured. He was basically he was injured. injured for the yeah. second. I'm, yeah. I'm sticking with my original comment about I think Westbrook has to go to a team with cap space. Yeah. And they're all pretty ordinary teams. Um Maybe he could like. There's a lot of talk about Chris Paul going to Phoenix, and they can make the salaries work. Maybe Westbrook ends up there. I think the Chris Paul thing is a little bit more likely. I think so Chris I, Paul suits. The I think um, more than Westbrook. Well, dude, 
Booker would love it. Yeah. Freeze him up. You Booker, yeah. Chris Paul, Aiton. Mm, yeah. And Ubre. Ubre. Yeah. Ubre yeah. might have to go to make it work. Oh, yeah. he, will. Yeah. he will. There's no way. From what I've heard, well, I actually did a mock trade for the Suns and the Thunder, and it had Chris Paul in it before they started reporting it. And I originally had Rubio, Ubre, right, Nostradamus Perkins, <laughs> Rubio, Ubre, and Ty Jerome to make the salary match. And then if if the Phoenix Suns are required to throw in a pick, they could throw in the future a future first round pick or this year's first round pick. Um, I think if you're the Thunder, you're probably going to ask for that because Chris Paul is a really bad contract. Mm. Um, and the Suns receive obviously Chris Paul. Mm. Um, and there's talk about, you know, the Suns basically putting a deal on the table, but Sam Pressy wants more. But yeah. Okay. I, th- I think the Suns feel God, like he's good, isn't he? I think, yeah. I think the Suns, from what I've read, like the, the, these are just things I've read. The Suns, um, so the Thunder want more. Um, because they feel like, uh, what, what was I saying? I'm confused now. The Thunder want more. The Thunder want more, but the Suns feel like because they're taking on that salary, they they, they, they shouldn't be giving up future assets because, and I think that's fair. Like Chris Paul is a good player, but let's face it, he does have a history of some potential injury. Yeah, I don't think potentially get, injury prone. I don't and think he gets through a seventy-two game play, season without a COVID also. break. And um, he's like he was, he's on a thirty-minute game lock, twenty-six minutes. Yeah, let I, I I'll just I finish. He, I'll just finish this up. Um, all right, sir. Oh, <laughs> I, I just want to get it over so we so then we can discuss all of it. Okay, so um, <laughs> so he's he's obviously had some injuries in the past and like in crucial times as well. Yeah, and he's PSAI got, bad. He's He's old. <laughs> what? So Dave's just gone oh, for a drink of coke oh, and he's spilt it, oh, spilt it all oh. over himself. The, the poor bugger. So he's too worried about PSA. Right? <laughs> injury, injury history, especially at crucial times. He's old, and that contract is just the contract is the contract. Mm. But anyway, um, so look. That shows that the Suns could potentially actually make a Westbrook trade work, um, but I don't think it would happen. Yeah. So then you would look at teams like Atlanta. You could look at someone like Ooh, Charlotte. Why? Or you could look at the Atlanta Knicks. Do it. Well, I don't think they will. But these are the teams yeah. that. If could, I'm if I'm Atlanta, if I'm even if I'm Charlotte, like ter- I don't, scary I don't think Atlanta is good. I don't think Atlanta's going to do it. These aren't teams that I think will do it. They just have the space. But these are the teams that I think are probably best suited. Financially, I think Atlanta to make this run. Um, to I me, this screams. I think they go after. They're in free, he's in free agency. Who Atlanta? I think they Fred. Got, they got about forty million in cap. Yeah, Fred, Fred will go back to Toronto. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Atlanta are going to be taking he, anyone at the point guard position. He'll go to anyone who's got the highest because he, he's won a chip. He's already said that. Or he's he's, got, he's, he's popping he's, our kids Toronto, left, right, and center. He needs to get paid. Toronto will pay him. You know what? And they can because Serge Barker is predicted to only. Be taking five million for his resign. Well, he's not going to go back. He won't go back to Toronto. No, no but he's he like he, he's cheap anyway. Like from his previous contract. Um, when is Pascal? I think they already locked him up. I think I think I think they renewed him like a Jalen Brown type scenario two seasons ago. Yeah, or this season just gone. Um. Yeah. Back to the Westbrook thing with the Knicks. Yep. Um, Big I, fan. I, 
Joey's a big fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm actually a fan of Joey, and we spoke about this earlier today. This is a bin worthy proposition, and I think we all the New York Knicks fan base. I think we all agree that this is actually a quite a good trade for the Knicks. I think it's awesome. Um, I would like. To, I would start watching New York Knicks basketball again. Uh, I, th- I wonder that part. <laughs> No, that's fair. No, but like, like the Mitch thing Robinson is, like, James, is James Dolan is going to see this. He's going to see star player who potentially wants to go to New York. He's going to see seats. bums on seats. You just said it. Yeah. And he's going to see New York fans are going to love the way what Russell Westbrook plays because he's, he's very exciting to watch. Yeah, Spike Lee will be like, man, my boy is in the house. Oh, boy. So I, th- I I think it was I think it screams Knicks and the Knicks actually could give potentially like quite a good trade package. Mm. I'm hoping for the Knicks' sake that they don't actually give up too much because they also have to remember that Westbrook is injury prone. They have to go for his contract is ab. Hey, would they have to go for luxury if they did it? No, no, no they have a lot of cap space. Lot of cap space. So the trade that I had on that. So the trade that I had. <laughs> he, ain't for make, the, he ain't going to luxury. James trade. Dolan is not going in the luxury tax uh, anytime soon. Not for I a had, or anything. Um, Julius Randall. Yep. Dennis Smith Jr., yep. Kevin Knox. I think at this point we just like I pay attention to the Knicks. Obviously, I don't know about you guys, but Kevin I Knox has been That's like a hard no for me. <laughs> Kevin Knox has been like pretty disappointing based on like the expectations. Big time. He's supposed I to think, be a bit of a strong guy, I athletic think, guy, and he got absolutely owned by Zion. You, you still want to keep? I'd have him over Dennis Smith though. Yo, I think at this point you just have to accept that Kevin Knox maybe isn't going to turn out the way everyone hoped he did. No. Um, so I, I'd include him in that. And look, if the Rockets asked for the eighth pick, I think I would do it. Mm. Or I think you're going to have to. Or you could throw in two of – because they've got Dallas's first-round pick and they also have the Clippers' first-round pick. So, right, yes, Clippers. they're later picks, but instead of giving up that eighth pick, which I would really try to not give up, Maybe give up those two picks. I think they're going to have to give up the eighth pick. You go to Clippers. I'd go. You never know. You never know. Um, so that's the trade I had. I think. I think bringing Westbrook into a team with RJ Barrett and Mitchell Robinson, Alfred Payton, like all those young guys, I think that would be really good for them. I'm not an Alfred Payton fan. No, he cannot shoot. I just, cannot shoot. That, I just that, don't think he can play that well. That team so far screams hogging the paint. Like, there's no. Remember at all there? Oh. Who's getting to shoot? RJ Barrett. <laughs> really? Not a good three-point shooter. Has he got a three-point shooting coach now? Because he was bad. He needs one. He definitely needs one. But if he's like, like as a wing player, he needs to get a three-point shot. Yeah, he's, he's, he's thirty-two point. He was thirty-two percent from three this year. Yeah, and look, he's a rookie, so we can't. You know, we can't kill him for it. No, no. We need, look, but we need to Westbrook, see that improvement. Westbrook had a. Phenomenal three-point shooting season in 2017. And he started at like 24% three or something like that. So, And he was also – RJ was also 61% from the free throw line. Um, that's, yeah, not good enough. I'd say, like I would honestly say that's probably because he was – he had a lot of pressure and weight on his – like the weight of that franchise on his shoulders prematurely. And someone like Westbrook coming in would probably really help him. Oh, I think Westbrook I, to the I, mix is a great move. I'd see RJ Barrett. If Westbrook goes there, I'd say, I'm going to call it and say RJ Barrett's going to be in the low to mid 70% from free throw and he's going to be in mid 30s to high 30s from three point. Um, yeah. I hope I'm right. <laughs> I hope you are too. <laughs> Joey does too. Yeah. I've got stock in RJ. I like RJ Barrett. I think I think he could be a great player. Yeah. Um, and I think, he, I think he had a good year for a rookie. I think it was... 
absolutely outrageous that he he first of all didn't make the first team, but didn't even make the second team. I felt like he just got overlooked because he well, that's a big snob. Yeah, yeah. But so yeah, I think Westbrook probably ends up in New York. I think it's like the most likely scenario. Mm. Do I hope it happens? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Do I think it? Race. I I always have two things: what I want, but what I think will happen. These two align. I think it will happen, and yeah. I want it. Mm. I would like to see it. I think it'd be cool. And for the Rockets, I think it's good. They get off that contract. They bring in Julius Randle, who's an actual decent big that they can use. They get Dennis Smith Jr., who actually has a lot of potential. He hasn't really showed it since he got to New York. Yeah, I think I think there's good things there. And even if all and they- And hey, maybe, maybe they can unlock Kevin Knox. Yeah, well, or even like if all they do is keep Randle and then just move the other two on for, you yep. know- like you could do that. They they look to match a bad salary with the other two to get some other picks or something like mm-hmm. that from 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 a couple other teams. So they move Knox and Smith Jr. for Batum, mm. take on that, but then get some picks from Charlotte. Let's face it, Charlotte are going to be pretty low. Then that's it. I heard some chat. I think it might have been like Nick Wright talking about Westbrook um, potentially going to Charlotte um, and terrible trade it, 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 but because mj's an owner and um westbrook's a jordan sponsored athlete they can at least look after him so that way the stock in the shoe line is good things like that look like that makes sense from if, a, in if, a commercial if they want a, sense if they want a guard they'll take lamello they'd rather have lamello than westbrook. yeah i i i just don't oh, see Lame- I, I don't see charlotte being able to get lamello at four or five three. or whatever are they three, three? they're three, three. yeah oh so they man, could definitely three. get him yeah. I don't think Charlotte needs another guard at all. They've already got Terry Rozier and they've already got Devontae Graham. I don't like Devontae Graham that much. What? He had a great year. He, I think Devontae yeah. Graham's a great player. He's good. I'd rather him over Terry Rozier. I just wouldn't have Rozier. I, yeah. I feel, I, feel like, I feel like Scary Terry's more consistent than Graham. You sure? Yeah. Graham went... Uh, he's, I watched I a fair bit of Graham Charlotte Ball. To, I think from like, was it five... Points or some of the game up to like eighteen points a game. Yeah, points a game. He had some good games. He also like went missing. I feel like Scary Terry is just like consistently decent, and then he turns up for big games. But you don't you, don't you want more from constantly like Charlotte aren't making like the playoffs anyway, so it doesn't matter. And if Westbrook goes there, they're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, Devontae Graham had a better year than Terry Rozier. Points per game or just everything plus minus everything. Shooting percentages, points per game. I thought Rosie's way more assists way and eye tests. Like I, I actually like Devontae Graham and I've watched quite a few of their games because some of their games have been really exciting. Was and Scary Terry injured this season? No. No. No, he was a little bit in Boston yeah, on and off. Yeah. Um, they, had, they actually had some really exciting games. I actually was lucky enough to go and watch them live mm. um, when I went, went to watch Brooklyn. They played Brooklyn. And I'm telling you, this kid is good. I yeah, would okay. I would like... I would actually consider like having him as part of a core what you build around. Yeah, okay. So maybe maybe they need to look at taking like a wing or he was, a, he or was a big um, in this LeBron's draft. Rookie of the year, hey. Most improved. Uh, but yeah, most improved. Sorry. Yeah, I, I had him as well. Yeah. I should have yeah. been. Should have been. He went from all right, so listen to this. He went from four point seven points a game to eighteen point two. He went from half a steal to a whole steal. Um, he went from 1.4 rebounds to 3.4. Yeah, wow. And his assists went from 2.6 to 7.5. So, so he's tripled almost every key. Yeah. Uh, his free throws up um, 0.6%. Up. 
His effective field goal is up um, 0.74. Yeah. His three-point percentage is up by almost 10% wow. on four more attempts. Holy. Mm. Good on him. That's why a lot of people were saying why he was not given rookie of the year. I mean, most improved, sorry. Yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember that. I just His two-point percentage was down, but his volume of two-point percentage in relation to the threes from the f- previous year was worse. Yeah. Okay. So he he became more of a perimeter shooter. Yeah. And he was fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. And like, of course, like you, you're going to get a huge improvement when you are playing that many more minutes a game because he still went from playing, he went from playing 15 minutes a game to 35 minutes a game. And even still, but still like, that's a big jump for a second year player too. That's massive. Yeah. And he's, he's arguably that. like the, the guy on the team. Yeah. On like, a shit team. Evidently now. Yeah. Good on him. I obviously had a bit of, um, recency bias, which is with the games that, no, but just with the yeah. games that I've yeah, watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Terry Rose is good. He is good. I'm not saying he isn't, but I'd rather have Devontae Graham. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I don't know. Like uh, Terry Rozier, like I can't, I can't see him being like, he's not, a, he's, he's not, I can't a, see him being an all-star in the future. A, he's not a starting no. point Devontae guard Graham, on championship team. I could see him being like a top six or seven point guard in the league at some stage. So like Kemba. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's not not all time. Yeah, yeah. Just I like mean, just in the league years, at some, some point stage in the season. Yeah. yeah. So maybe when guys like Kemba Walker and Kyrie and Westbrook, like Steph, they're all again are, are getting older or they've retired, and it's you know we're kind of looking at the Luca Trey DeAndre Ayton era. I think he could be maybe even a top five point guard in that sort of honestly generation the, like, with that growth. Yeah. Like those stats are crazy. So yeah, he, I, I feel like he's just getting started. But anyway, I. Yeah, we went down a rabbit hole there, didn't we? <laughs> That's all good. He, he's good. He's he's really yeah. good. Um, so I think Charlotte need to need to not have another guard in there. So I don't like them as a suitor for Westbrook at all. Mm. Um, oh, and I, I like the idea of Minnesota taking Lamelo. Yeah, they get. I, yeah. I've been. I was looking at today. Yeah, I um, think was in some mock drafts and looking at. It's crazy. Just, some people have got Lamelo one. Some have him eight. Like this, this year's draft is really fun. Yeah, you, you know, because the, you just don't know what's going to happen. You know, with the knock, you know, the only consistent criticism I've heard of Lamelo is that he's never been at one place that is, like long enough where there's winning culture. Yeah, he's never had winning culture. Mm. But it's like, well, he's had to just constantly go to better, fault. better and better comp, better and better competition as he develops. So it's like. Well, he played in the NBL because that was where he could get a contract against good competition to show his skills. Uh, I feel like college would have been a better NBL is bad. It was bad. No, the um, he was never going to be able to do co- the college path. Yeah, I know, but that was like for, for his dad. Yeah, but like if he could have gone to college, that would have been a better avenue. Like, yeah, avid but like thing. at the same time, you, like like that's not possible with him. So why are people so fixated on mm. like, oh, if he'd just been at college and he'd been a part of Coach K's program or something like that, then we'd be able to yeah. see what he's like in this thing. It's like he wasn't. He was never going to be able to. We've known it for the last like four or five years. Mm. So we're going to have to base it off this. And when you look at what we have, and which is, there's there's a uh, lot of footage. Yeah. His IQ is off the charts. In Australia, in Europe. In, in the multiple European teams where he was like playing. It's, it's, he was in Asia for a bit. Mm, no? Nah. Just Europe? Yeah, just Europe. Lamello. Yeah. Lithuania. Lithuania. Yeah. Like, like 15 years old. Like 
Crazy. He's, he's a six like foot seven. He got a sixty point game over there as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Like Crazy. he's a six foot seven point guard. Six eight. They got him out. Yeah, like he is best. The most, the best talent in the class by far, and IQ. It's just a matter of his passing game. He is needs more aggression. I think that's he's going to be his only knock. Like in his, like how his will to win is going to be. My only, I concern, think he's fine. My only concern is just like the the family and the drama. But as far as being a player goes, like I, I don't see Lavar going to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, done. but unfortunately, okay. it's it's not his choice. And no, no, if no, you're no, no, I don't think Lavar will follow him. To Minnesota, yeah, but he'll he'll kick up a stink, and there'll be drama about it. No, he's going wherever he goes. Labar is getting in front of the camera for a bit anyway, and then yeah, that's what is, I mean. If it is a small, if it is a, like, and a, if it's a Minnesota, it's going to be all negative. It's going to be bad. It's going to be negative regardless. If it's not Detroit or wherever else, he said the Knicks straight away. If if, if he goes to Minnesota with D'Lo and Cat, they're going to expect a playoff run. Honestly, I think it's good. Like, I like do, yeah. the, 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 only, the other knocks, so That's, back to the knocks that I've heard. So, yeah, that thing, you can say that, but I just think it's so irrelevant. It's like saying, oh, if the sky was orange, it's like, well, it's not, it's blue. Let's not even talk about it possibly being yeah, orange and yeah. what, what, what that means. But it's not even possible. Like, there's already, like, his dad is already talking out of pocket about him. Exactly. So, yeah, so it is a thing. It's already a thing. No, that's what I mean. It's been a thing for years. They've already yeah. known that. Yeah, that's he, that's my point. They, that's my concern. From the like, from the start, he is the best talent in the family. And so, yeah. The other thing is like, oh, defensively, but it's like he's a six foot eight. Yeah, his wingspan's huge. Point he's, guard. He can, look, he's not he, Trey Young. Maybe he's not a great defender yet, but he has like he has the body that you could develop into. He's a really not good someone defender. that you can put in a pick and roll scenario and bully. Yeah, no, he's straight away he's gonna be better defender than Trey. Probably, probably now, yes, because he hasn't filled out his frame, but he has the body where you could fill it out, and he could he could even become a wing. He's not, yeah, exactly, and he's he's not getting picked on like 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 Trey Young or Steph Curry. Yeah, but to be fair, those guys are tiny. Steph's Steph's, tall. Isn't Steph like six four? Six three, six six, four. Yeah. He's not tiny. Yeah, he, like, yeah, like Steph is like small. Chris, Chris Paul holds his own enough. He's, Those guys are tiny. That's what I mean. He, he, like Chris, Chris Paul, Paul is six body. foot. Steph Curry or six foot one. Steph Curry is six foot three. Steph yeah. does get picked on though defensively. Yeah, yeah no, he gets time. picked on. Yeah. I'm saying Lamelo isn't getting like Lamelo now is not getting picked on like Steph. Not from now. a guard. Not from a guard perspective. No, no, no. But you throw him on the wing. Yeah, he's getting bullied. But who's you would put him on the wing? No, but if they do, say, because say a wing switches on him, say there's yeah, like so a, if he if oh, so for example, like okay, let's let, let's Kawhi. let's Kawhi. look at the let's look at the Jimmy scenario against the Lakers. Every time he got switched on to Kuzma, bullied. Yeah, but in that scenario, he would. Yeah, but I still see him happen, defending yeah, better than what Steph or yeah, 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 yeah. Would. I'm not I'm not saying he wouldn't. That happens across. But the I'm board. saying I'm yeah. saying from a guard position, no way he could defend guards quite yeah. easily. But if he gets switched on to a wing, position, that's going to happen. Like like if Jimmy or if any like small forward goes on to AD, like yeah. the size difference is just automatically going to yeah, be. Yeah, well, there's I'm, like I'm, there's always a mismatch. Yeah, yeah. there's always going to be a mismatch. Joey's not saying that. What he's saying is is that he will still be a liability. Yeah, right. If right now, yes. Position, right now, because teams can plan for that. Yeah. yeah, but that's yeah. You see it all the time. Just, people pick and roll to get that out of position player, this weaker defender onto that. I just person. yeah, and I, that that will be him. 
I just yeah, don't that's see happen. Like, like, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I just don't yeah. see it being that much of a, a, a liability. Like, so, like, if no, we, I, if, I if don't we, think if, so either. If, if, we were to, if we were to quantify it, say he's a net, like he, like, say it's a negative mismatch. It's a, it's a minus two for him. Whereas yeah. for Trey and Steph, it's like a minus. I'm not 10. disagreeing. All I'm saying yeah. is he's not a great defender now, but he has the potential yeah, I, to be a good yeah. defender. Yeah, I just don't see it as a knock. Like, I'm like, there's only so much an athletic six foot seven point guard yeah. can be a defensive liability. Well, for. to be fair, I mean, they're, they're all, you know, majority of them, what, 18 to 21 years old. None of them are great defenders yet. No. There's, there's never None really of them are big enough. Like in, in high school in Lithuania and Australia, like, you never really had to work on it. it just, for it was, example, it was, James, James Wiseman and Onyeko Kongwu are like great defenders, quote unquote. However, when they get in the NBA and they get, they they draw the assignment of Anthony Davis. Yeah, MB, he's going to make him look terrible. MB but maybe in two, to, yeah, maybe in two to three years, Mesterized by LeBron. Embiid is going to body Wiseman. Yeah, maybe in two like. to three years, that won't be the case. So I don't think we can say you know, oh, he's a bad defender. It's like, no, you can't call him a bad defender yet. Let's let's wait till he's in the he's NBA for a couple of years. Like as soon as players have a good off season, like full season with the team. The size difference, like Giannis, mm. after four years, turned yeah. your free. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons turned your free. Steph, yeah. like, if they, when they have time off in the, in the offseason. Even LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. LeBron didn't come in a great defender. And then after two years, oh, he just got bigger and bigger dog, and bigger. Yeah. And then he was, you know, he's getting first team all defense. Like, just, yeah. Paul Pierce could put his shoulder in his chest and didn't mean anything. <laughs> the truth became the false. The lie. He didn't become, he always was the false. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, I think any like I I feel like Lamelo is a class above everyone else in the draft, but it just depends on what suits the team. Edwards' floor's too low. Yeah, his decision making like he, he shot he shot decision like yeah. his shot choice. He needs, he needs confidence, mm. yeah. and he's not going to get that straight away in the NBA. So I like I'm picking for the draft. It's going to be Lamelo one, uh, Wiseman two, Edwards three. Yeah, only because I don't see. Golden, I, like if you're Minnesota, you, I, you like you just got to go for Lamelo. That 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 wingspan, that playmaking, he can shoot, and just that raw talent with that high ceiling with D'Lo and Cat. I think it's not a great good. defensive team, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. Like Lamelo could potentially help you with like an exposed D'Lo defensively like like in the next year or so and so i think i think the inclusion of lamello in that lineup is the only person from the draft that potentially could see them in the eight i don't think they're making the eight but if anyone from the draft was going to help them get in the eight it's probably him yeah straight away yeah because there's this, there's no need for for wiseman and you're better off having delo at two than having delo and edwards yeah basically the same player mm. And so I see the Warriors taking Wiseman. I makes, see the Warriors trading it. I, I've, I've changed my trade. I don't. I don't reckon they change it. You don't I think they'll trade. I, I think it. they're taking him. I hope for their sake they that, do. That, that five of Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond. Wiggins, Draymond, Wiseman. I think they'll move Wiggins. It's just I, think, I, don't, I don't see Wiggins staying. I give it. I give it to maybe, maybe season, until the deadline. Season, the yeah, deadline. deadline. I think they see yeah. how it goes if Wiggins because. He just if he's if that whole five the pressure's off him to be the second scorer yeah yeah plays there agree all he has to do is just agree when he's needed to and shoot mm, yeah mm. I agree yeah I think um uh, yeah I think he's just a better Harrison Barnes 
who hasn't been a part of winning culture. He's more athletic and he's better in terms of like dimension, like stat. Yeah, he's, he's better athletic. than Harrison Barnes. If, if they give him the confidence saying, look, you're going to be here. Yeah. Like we want you to stay. He'll be like, will we be saying Bob Myers, Ross Geller, you are a genius, GM? Maybe. You're my favorite Friends character. <laughs> will oh, you say that well, to him? If they will you say, well, I won't will say you- that because I don't watch Friends. But yeah. <laughs> Because it, it's not funny. Pivot. Pivot. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, like we could be saying it's a masterstroke. Okay? Uh, but I, I, yeah, I see them doing that. I see them having like the deadline as their deadline. Yeah. And I see Philly doing the same. And that's where if we were talking about it, Simmons, uh, the deadline's going to be a approximately do, do we we don't have the date for the deadline had hey, the trade deadline mid-season no. so say it's halfway through and it's 36 games if ben simmons hasn't taken 123 pointers by then then the 76ers will move in for harden and that's like nearly four a game yep that's a lot there's no he doesn't have to make him no, just, take, just take him just, just shoot take him, him. Yep. shoot the damn thing and you know what i would i would throw in simmons and some other stuff and try my hardest to. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade Embiid at that point. No. But I would move Simmons and uh, and others in order to get James Harden yeah, do, because Ben Simmons is uncoachable. Richardson has one year left on his contract. Mm. He's up for grabs. Yep. But yeah, I mean, I think they still. I reckon they'll still try. They got it offload Horford now. Yeah, he's gone. If anyone's willing to take him or wanting to, you just want to talk about Drew Holiday. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's talk about Drewy. Drew Holiday's apparently on the trade block and they're listening to offers. But they want a lot. I feel like they're overvaluing Drew Holiday a lot. Yeah. He's good. I'm not saying he's not good. He's a fantastic defender, arguably one of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA, if not the best. Um, He can score. Yeah, he's up there. I rate Jimmy Buckets over him. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I just said arguably, like... I don't even think it's close, personally. I think we could argue about it, but I'd you would I'd, lose because it's I, Jimmy. <laughs> no, I I don't think it's either one of them. Like I just yeah, I'm not really too fast. Well, what um, what's Jimmy? Is Jimmy is he technically a guard or is he a, fo- a small forward? He can be both. Both two three two three. Kind of kind of like Kawhi. Kawhi can play as a guard if he needs to be. Yeah. Um. So I I I did six mock trades. I think Drew is obviously going to want to go to a contender. Yeah. So I've got a trade for the Warriors. I've got a trade for the Lakers. I've got a trade for the Nuggets, the Nets, the Bucks, and the Hawks. Now these are six teams that have all been rumored to be interested in him, which is why I've done it. I'm not saying these trades come off, but I think they're pretty cool. Um. So. What are they? Yeah. Would you Would you give them a seal of the yeah cheers? I'd say that. Which one would be your yeah? Your yeah. yeah. Do you have like Do you have like three? Like like how many? The bin worthy yet is. I was about to say they're bin worthy. All of them, all six. Mm, I'll let you guys decide. Okay. So I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna. Without give even you, hearing it, I feel like the Lakers one would not be bin worthy because, yeah, it just no, it's probably the worst one out of them all. But I don't see. It. But I, I just had to do one for each team that had been rumored. Um, you guys and you had to include a LeBron James team. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trading LeBron and AD for Drew Holiday. <laughs> so no Knicks take. Well, well, as long oh, no, well, Drew no, Holiday's not going well, to the well, Knicks. Well, as long as Alex Caruso is still getting the help, then the Lakers are fine and they're winning. Yeah, hundred percent. The, the goat has his help. I feel like LeBron and AD just didn't contribute enough 
in the finals. To Caruso's legacy. Caruso needs more help if they want to back, go back to back. <laughs> All right. So just like KD in 16, Caruso had no help. Caruso just needs to put his headband on. He's gone. The first, the first one I have is um, <laughs> the... Uh, okay. Today, So I have I have this one, um, the Warriors moving down in the draft. So fucking thing. <laughs> He's getting pissed off. This fucking the thing mic. keeps moving. Yeah, the mic. Um, so the Warriors receive Drew Drew Holiday and pick thirteen, and then they send Wiggins and the second pick to the Pelicans. Oof. I don't know. I, I don't think that's been worthy. Yeah. See, like. These trades, it's it's no no I get flavor, it flavor preference of flavor right yeah, no, I get it I get I it. think um I, I think the Pelicans obviously I think if it's Wiseman and I think if it's Wiseman Wiseman and Wiggins yeah. is worth way more. I'll, than I'll Drew just Holiday. explain the scenarios behind it. So obviously you've got Holiday and Wiggins similar salaries, yeah, relatively close to. Look, if if either side had to throw in something to make it perfect, sure. Um, the Warriors trade the second pick, get a really good perimeter defender, so it. it beefs up their defense, I guess, but they still get a lottery pick in pick 13. There's still some really good guys from four to 14. Um, the Pelicans get Wiggins, young talent. They could potentially, you know, develop him and they get the second pick. Mm. So they could potentially add another piece to their young core. And then if if they get Wiseman, they could ship favors out of there and get off that contract and, you know, use Wiseman. What's he, what's he predicted to renew for? Like 15 mil or something I'm like that? I'm not too sure. I'd, I'd have to look it up. He's predicted but. to renew for big money. Like this, the center position for the renewals this year mm. or what free agents can then sign for is probably the most inconsistent market at the moment based on the last based on last season's performance. Yeah, so he, he made 17 and a half million last year. Yeah, he's predicted to re-sign for around that. Yeah, so whether he gets it or not, who knows? Um, so that that was that was my scenario behind that trade. Um, that was probably the I ran through a few different scenarios. That's probably the most likely one. Or I wonder most, if Serge Ibaka wants to go play in the Smoothie King Arena. <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, all right. So the second one is uh, so the Lakers receive Drew Holiday, the Pelicans get uh, Kuzma, they get Green, and they get the twenty eighth pick. So obviously they get another draft asset. They get Danny Green, who although he shit the bed a little bit in the playoffs, he he's still a historically a great shooter, and he when he gets hot, he can be really hot. And broke broke the finals record for and yeah, and and let's not let's not like sit here and pretend he can't play defense. He's a good defender. He's very aware, and he's 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 a veteran presence. He brings a championship sort of pedigree. Yeah. And then they get Kuzma, the last of the Lakers kind of scrap heap. He got left out in the AD trade, but you know it's obviously inevitable that he's going to be traded at some point. So he gets to go and hang out with Lonzo, Josh Hart, and Ingram again. <laughs> I was going to say the re, <laughs> and he'll still be coming off the bench. The reunion, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then obviously the Lakers get Drew Holiday again. It it gives them, I guess, yeah, like I a mean, look. I don't mind that. I think. I, I think it's a good trade for both teams. I think that's I think that's more like I could be completely wrong and the Warriors pick up Drew Holiday in a few months' time. Yeah, but who knows? I think that the So Lakers, so far the Lakers trade is better. Yeah, I, okay. I, I value that more. Only because like you could have Kuzma and Ingram Ingram on the wings, Lonzo playing point. 
Is it the New Orleans Lakers? It pretty much yeah, is. It pretty much is. Is it the Summer but, League, but, Summer but, League but, Lakers? But you know yeah. what? Like Lonzo, Lonzo and, and the Los Zion. Angeles Pelicans. Yeah. Lonzo's featuring, game featuring Caruso. <laughs> Lonzo's passing game is good. And then they were still a good team. They just they Lonzo's did. three point percentage was really improved yeah. this season as well. <laughs> right. Lonzo, he's a great defender. He yeah. was terrible in the in the bubble though. So was a lot of players. Oh yeah. 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 He just yeah looked like didn't look like uh, Lonzo. Probably hadn't been practicing. But yeah, the next the next one I have is like there could be like three or four different scenarios that this team could throw in. Yeah, because they have a lot of guys to match the salary, and they have a lot of good players. Um, the Nuggets. So the Nuggets get Drew Holiday, and they give up Michael Porter, Will Barton, and the twenty second pick. You could take Porter out of that deal or Barton out of that deal and replace it with Gary Harris, or you could throw Monte Morris in there. That's, that's been worthy because I think it's a good trade. Yeah. And if I'm the Pelicans, I'm excited about this trade because I get Michael Porter and we don't know what he's, what he is yet, but we know what he could be. Mm. Um, So yeah, right now he reminds me of Kuzma, like right now. I'll rate him higher. But I think his ceiling is substantially higher than Kuzma's. I feel like Kuzma doesn't get any better. But I... Porter, Porter's just raw talent. Was 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 it LeBron who Porter blocked? Yeah, he, pre- got, he got he got like a couple of fingers yeah. on that that block like right near the sh- end of the shot clock. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there is no way in the conference finals that Kuzma does anything mm-hmm. close to what Porter Jr.'s done. No. So I, I can't say that Porter is on the no, same level. I, no, 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 no. I, I don't think they're the same level. I mean, their games resemble each other. I, they, I they, no, no, no. Let, hear me out. Hear me out. Resemble. Like if, if, me, if Give me your give yeah. me elevator pitch. They both make really poor decisions on offense. Like, really poor. Porter gets away with it to some degree because he can actually pull it off. He can shoot the ball. And he's outspoken a lot like Kuzma mm. and they're just defensive liabilities. I think Porter was actually way worse defensively than Kuzma was. No, Ooh, I think no, Porter was. <laughs> did you, did you watch the Denver series? He shit the bed defensively. He's still better he, than he, he was, Kuzma. He, Kuzma's Kuzma. defended well in that series. Oh, that in, that, one. in that series. Yeah. So but he was so bad. I'm, I'm not saying Kuzma is better. I'm saying their games mimic each other at oh, this mimic, stage. Yeah, but I, I don't even yeah. think mimic. Uh, I, I'd, I'd have, I'd have, Porter over. Yeah, I'm um, Porter, yeah. Porter is a better on-ball defender. Yeah. And he's a worse help defender. Kuzma was better with defensive rotations and stuff. So like I'll say give him that. But uh, yeah, when again, they settled, he was terrible. Again, <laughs> I'm not saying Porter is better. Uh Porter is worse. Um I'm saying their games resemble each other. Porter's ceiling is like this. I don't think they Kuzma resemble each like other. This. I feel no, like right now, even then, I don't. I don't see a rese- I, I don't see a resemblance in their games. Right. Well, I, I disagree, but that's fine. Yeah, you're welcome to. I'm yeah. just saying, like, if I were to try and draw a resemblance in games, uh, I I don't. I can't think of anyone that Michael Porter Jr. like his game resembles. Fair enough. Because. Yeah, it's just hard. All right, we'll move on to the next he's one. A bit of, he's a bit of a unicorn in the 3-4 position. All right, so the next one is another team that's been rumored to be quite interested is the Nets. I feel like Nets are interested in everyone. 
Nets should just try and consolidate what's going on with. I, I've always said that as well. I and then resign they... Joe Harris as easily as quickly as possible. Anyway, I'll I'll lay out the trade anyway. So obviously they receive Holiday, then they give up Levert, Torian Prince, and the nineteenth pick if they have to like throw in Dinwiddie as well. Maybe they do that because um, obviously Dinwiddie That's and Levert, Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie and Levert aren't going to get the same touches. Um, I wouldn't give up Dinwiddie, but I'd give up Levert and I'd give up... See, I, I'd give up Dinwiddie before Levert. I think Levert's ceiling's higher, but I see where you're coming from. I feel like Dinwiddie fits in with that. I mean, depending on what's going on with Dinwiddie's the a locker bit, room Dinwiddie's stuff. a bit more of their point guard. Yeah. But now Kyrie's coming back. I think Levert would be better to keep because he can. he's a bit more comfortable being off the ball. Yeah. Because they, they're going to have to be off the ball with Kyrie and I KD. see either of them being the sixth man anyway. So yeah. yeah. I feel like Spencer Dinwiddie's a better sixth man for that team than what Levert is. Thoughts, Dave? Good, I haven't really good, caught up good, with good trade or bad trade. I like it. I think it's been worthy. I, I wouldn't put Dinwiddie in. Yeah, I, I just put I put there maybe Dinwiddie. Drew, Drew. If if that's what it took, I think Brooklyn would do that. I'm because I think they're big on win now. And Drew Holiday is like a serious upgrade for them because their perimeter defense is terrible. Yeah, I think if they get that, that's I think like Joey, that's a fucking good one. Like that's probably my favorite one so far. But instead of giving up them, like I'd give up Levert, Prince, and the pick, and I would keep Dinwiddie. And I think you'll they, really like the next one. But if, I honestly reckon like that's where they they'll just try and go into free agency instead of making a tr- instead of trading away a pick like Van Vliet, Gallinari. You've got players that are open. Now that are going to be free agency, yeah, but they'll have, they'll have they have to do a trade. They can't sign anyone. Is that way they, over? They, the but they won't go as big. Like they could just get like trade. They need to trade. Oh, they could trade like Dinwiddie without like to to free free up space, something basic, and then get something who's on free agency instead of giving away a pick. Yeah, but the problem Prince. is because there's no money out there, they'd have to trade him and take salary back. Unless they no, could, and no one's giving money. Unless they could convince the Knicks or the Hawks or Charlotte to give up their first round pick, which is not going to happen. He's not worth yeah. a first round pick. No. So all, all you could do is is hope that you give him to a, a shit team who has cap space that would give you maybe like a couple of second round picks. Because mm. he had a good year, but again, it's the Bradley Bill thing. It, it's heavily inflated because Kyrie and KD didn't play. And yeah, yeah, exactly. that's actually one that I have seen. Um, but I like Drew. Drew, um, Beal to the Nets. No, no, no. Still on Drew Holiday uh, to the Celtics. Give up, yeah, give I up saw that. Picks. Yeah, I did see that just three recently. Three first rounders to Pelicans. They're, they're going to have to throw in a salary to match. But yeah. Haywood. Yeah. Throw in Haywood or someone else. I like that for both teams. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't write that one down because that came out actually not long I after really I wrote this up. I actually like that for both teams as well. Yeah. But if, if the Nets keep... Dinwiddie, and then they give up Levert, Prince in the peak for Drew Holiday. They are my red hot favorite to come out of the East. Oof. Big yeah. call, but yeah, I big call. I, yeah. I wouldn't agree, but I see where you're going with that. Like, yeah. I don't mind. Like literally, Drew Holiday is like he's he's not someone that cares about like having 20 shots a game. No, he just wants to win. So he like and he's a dog defender and he could literally he would be like the Clay Thompson where it's like you put him on the best wing player and he just gives them hell yeah. in a playoff series. And then you've got Kyrie and KD completely fresh. Depends who that wing is. 
if they're a big body like LeBron or Kawhi, like we've seen it this season, he can't defend. No, those no, guys. no. But if it's like if it's like a if it's a Tatum, if it's a Brown, if it's a Kemba, but just if like if if it's if he goes up against Tyler Hero, New Orleans, then he's he's not going to stop Ingram or Zion. Yeah, but they, they, they don't have to. Like, not like no offense to New Orleans, but they're not coming out of the West. So yeah, I reckon. I don't think the Pelicans are coming out of the West. No way. No, they're still years off that. They might make. Oh, the sorry. Yeah. Do you mean yeah, in the regular probably. season? Yeah. 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 Um, I like see like see for how the that, that's what I meant. That's what I was saying. Like they're my favorite for coming out of the East because for who the teams are in the East, I just see the matchups just suiting them massively to have Drew Holiday, who's a really good one-two and smaller three defender, giving that key positional player hell and then Katie and Kyrie being fresh. I still think it's a second round exit, but yeah. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> He's big on the second round exit. Nets, he can't wait. You know, you know who's giving him that exit now, Joey? Who? Russell Westbrook. Yes. The New York on Knicks. the Knicks. <laughs> <laughs> Book that shit. Oh, yeah. If that happens. If that happens, I'm getting the bin out. Yeah. The it's bin. coming out. I'm buying a new bin. We're having a celebratory bin carque. <laughs> I reckon that I reckon that'd be uh that'd be West's first time not making to the finals. Here goes the Knicks. Oh, not making it to the playoffs. Yeah. I reckon that I, I reckon I reckon they'll be in, in, in the eight. I reckon they'll be seven. I reckon West the, the thing with Westbrook is that he he doesn't help a good team get over the line to win. Yeah. But he helps a bad team be good. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best way That's I good. can explain it. Yeah, so I, I think he, I reckon it would be I reckon he could potentially go back to MVP. Westbrook like triple double. Maybe imagine. not that far, but he'd be not, good. Definitely not that far. He'd be good. <laughs> I don't think he like, says well. I don't looking think at his MVP, I don't think he'll be the league MVP. I just think he'll go back to that like triple double form. I think he'll play a lot better than he did in Houston. Yeah. Anyway, I'll go to the next one. You'll like this one, okay? Because I know you you want this team to make this move. The Bucks. Yeah. Get Drew Holiday. Yeah. They yeah, give Eric up. Bledsoe. Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, I love it. Oh, straight away. George yes. Hill. Yes. George Hill. Ooh, I don't know about that. First, like yeah, he's he's old. He's past his prime. Yeah, that's fair. But y- you have to use him to get the salary as well. Yeah, I'd do it. Yeah. Um, and a future unprotected first round pick. I'd the Bucks it. are going to be good, so maybe they're more willing to just give that pick because they're probably not going to need it anyway. Yeah. Um, and they get Holiday. I'd still do it. Yeah. Um, I like it. Anything Pelicans. Pelicans left, get like- Pelicans get a backup point guard in George Hill. Or, or Eric Bledsoe. They're both reasonable defenders, um, you know, and maybe New Orleans could, if the, like... If the Bucks make that move, I see Eric Bledsoe's stock plummeting. I see oh, them, yeah. I see them... Yeah. I see New Orleans keeping Hill, Hill and giving yeah. Hill more minutes. Well, that's what I was going to say next. I think the, the Pelicans could even flip Bledsoe to another team Yeah, to, you know... Get some assets. I think they'd rather or, pay JJ twenty million to sit on the bench than have than Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I think that's a pretty I like good, it. I like anything that gets Bledsoe. I think out. I think that works for both teams because obviously the Pelicans just have they're going to have to trade Drew because that's just what the they're going to there. do. Plus, he's sort of in his peak on the back end of his peak. And worst and case, you flip Bledsoe. You you flip Bledsoe and Hill before you actually use them mm. whilst they maybe still have a little bit of value. Do they try and move um, Drew Holiday to Atlanta? That's my next experience. One. Oh, sorry. <laughs> well <laughs> done. We've spoken about this. This is this is this is they need so, experience. This is the sixth 
Are we good? We're good. All right, so the sixth trade, Dag predicted it. It's the Hawks. Boats. Now, because the Hawks have cap space, maybe they don't actually have to include these two players that I put in, but maybe they do. Um, so they get Holiday for Dwayne Dedman, Cam Reddish, and pick six. Um, I feel like Reddish could be included in that because they they have Hunter and Reddish. They already have Trey Young as well, so maybe they, they move one of those young dudes. That's a good call. And that's... That's attractive to the Pelicans and the sixth pick. Mm. Sixth pick, maybe. Huge. Yeah, the sixth pick is really good for the From Pelicans. From four to about twelve, there's some good picks in that. Yeah, bad, eh? yeah. So I think that's a good trade for both teams. Um, but hearing all that, what do you think is the best trade out of all that for both teams? Who Bro- benefits the most? You uh, like the Brooklyn trade? Yeah, I think the Brooklyn one is if, if they're not giving up Dinwiddie, and do you, he's a blockbuster. And do you think New we, Orleans like benefit? Yeah, Benefit from that trade. I think it's the best win-win for them. Okay. If they're getting Levert, Torian Prince is okay plus a pick. That's fucking really good for them. Yeah. Because then they could have Levert at, you know, two and then uh, Ingram at the three. Ingram's yeah. like, a tall, like a tall two. Mm. Like he's a shooting guard. Like isn't he like six foot eight? Six foot six, oh, I thought he was close to six ten. Have you seen him standing next to some of those? He's a big boy. That's who I. That's who I reckon. Michael Porter Jr. Ingram. That's who I reckon. Michael Porter Jr. He's resembles is Ingram. Ingram is so damn long. He's yeah. like he's like, he's he's just a little bit shorter than KD. I swear. Yeah, yeah. That's who they were thinking was going to be the next. That's who. That's whose game. Resemb- yeah, yeah. DJ resembles the most to me. Um, I. I personally like the Hawks I, one. Yeah. As for experience to the Hawks. Yeah, I, I really six, like the They Hawks don't need that too. six pick. He, he's six foot eight with a wingspan just under seven foot. Yeah, that's, that's huge. That's long. Yeah. That's real long. Um, either that, but also I do like the Boston one. Yeah, I, I, I don't have that here, but yeah, I think if you um, go. Yeah, actually as well. Hey, Haywood hey, 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 and three picks. Well. They need something yeah, now. Hey, three picks. They don't need another first to, to drag this fuck train on another four years or three years. My only question with the Boston one is, like what, what? Okay, what position is Drew Holiday playing? Two. I'd honestly, who, I could see Smart or Hayward. But but um, Hayward was starting as four. They'd have to do Hayward to, make, to to make the money work. Yeah, and no, no that's fine. So no, goes, Dave. Yeah, because he was saying maybe throwing Smart. I'm like, you can't because Smart makes too little. So they'd have would, to they'd have to use Haywood. So Marcus Smart or do Smart how much, and someone else. But do, can you not consider the the is Jalen Brown or like Tatum's going to stay as a two three? Does Jalen Brown Tatum's play as a four? four? Tatum plays four. No, he's three. No, no, no. Plays four. Tatum's a four. Jason Tatum. Jason is Tatum a is a four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a four. He's a, he's like six nine. So him and Brown Brown and Haywood sort of alternate between the two and the yeah. three. Tatum. Tatum's at 100% of the four. I mean, it's positionless with those four. Yeah. With Kemba, Brown, Haywood. That's, that's why he gets those post fadeaways because he's in the post. But Tatum Yeah, small is, forward. Yeah, he's, a, he, he's... Small forward. So those guys like alternate between two, three, and four. Like, yeah. But it's positionless at yeah, that point. Yeah. yeah. He, to me, he's way too small to be a power forward. And that's he's what trying they, to emulate that's, his game. That's what Kobe, they list him at. two. Yeah. That's yeah. what they list him when they yeah. do the starting lineups. Yeah, yeah. He's... Technically listed at the four, but it's positionless. Yeah, he is not a power forward to me. No, no, God, no. So, okay, so say he's the power forward, which makes no sense. Yeah. So then Drew Holiday comes in at the two. So it's Kemba, Drew Holiday, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and whoever center. Yeah. 
I don't know if I like that. I like it better than Haywood. I like it better than Haywood. Yeah, but it's. I see him mate getting out of the. I see him getting yeah, close. I, I but, think they get. But, that's a conference you want final. to give up three first round picks. Well, their first round picks are like 14, 26, and thirty. So yeah, and they don't need. They don't need those picks. If you make those trades, is that considered into the salary, like their cap? Like no, no, it's not. What the picks? The picks? No, they're not. No. Okay. But you'd you'd probably have to give up three to convince New Orleans to take that contract. I think. New Orleans getting the three points. Gordon Hayward is pretty good anyway. That's it. You don't, you don't, you don't no, need to but take anything see, else. Like, see, people around the league don't see it that way because of his previous injury, injury and injury. his yeah, contract. Yeah. That's the problem. You could probably not saying one of the first. If you're going to throw in yeah. Hayward with it, you could give two and one, two mm. picks and Hayward. That, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, you, you, I don't know if you need to do all three. Hayward, I, I know you're, you're basing three on Hayward's or perceived value. Yeah, and because the Pelicans are pretty much holding everyone at ransom for Drew Holiday. Yeah, I think he's overvalued. They'll demand the three picks, and yeah, he's very overvalued, but the problem is that a lot of teams want him, so New Orleans can kind of just hold him and just say, oh, we're happy to just take the best offer, so give us your best. But I mean, I, considering... I'd still do it that's if I was probably, Boston. It probably is the best, because you get the young team, they don't, obviously they're not planning on winning the next year to two years. Like, nah. They're a... They're a they're one or two years. They're one or two years. They're in but the like, process. Then you get two. They get two extra picks. Great. Now they're now they're fucking getting bounced in the second round. They get another two for the next three years. Plus Hayward for experience. I think it's good. You can't really. Like, I think that's a good, good win for New Orleans. I don't know. I, I don't know if Drew Holiday moves the needle that much for Boston, where they're weak. Like like if I was giving up three first round picks. And something I would be going after a good power forward center. I yeah, well, that, that's could, something else they can do for, with those picks as well. Like they don't have to go and get Drew yeah. Holiday. They if could if use, they can keep one of them, if they can use two Hayward, use mm. one of them, and I know, and I'm, then and then attach a pick to Smart. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was literally going to say Smart yeah. because they don't need Smart because if they if they bring in Drew, then Smart. Yeah, they can get a, exactly a right. They, they can get a like decent center. They can get a decent center. How's your boy Bill Simmons, Dave? Yeah, my boy. Joe, Joey, you, 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 you've been off him for a while. Big bad Bill. Oh, yeah, just some of his takes during the bubble were terrible. <laughs> um, how's your boy Bill reckons the people at Boston want Haywood so badly to stay? They don't want to get off that contract. They, they, they don't think that contract is a bad thing, according to Bill. It's absolutely You think I'm not a Boston fan? <laughs> <laughs> Best of luck to you. <laughs> Yeah. You won't last a season. Yeah, truth. All right, I'll go through my um, my remaining mock trades. Um, again, these are just some some fun trades that I thought of that might help both teams. Um, so we know Buddy Hill wants out. Um, yep. So I've got the Suns taking Heald and the Kings' 12th pick. And the, the Kings are getting back Kelly Oubre, Ty Jerome, and the 10th pick. That's... Okay. I think that I think that's a yeah. good trade, Phoenix. I think it's a good sidestep for two teams that aren't making the eight based on that trade. I think I think this potentially makes the Suns like closer. But Booker's a two, Heald's a two. Yeah, you could bring him off the bench because their bench sucks. Bring him off the oh, bench. I don't think Buddy, Buddy Heald's going. No, 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 no. Really he's bad. not off the bench. He's hey, not going to go anywhere where he's off the bench. That, you've look, got you've got you've got two of the league's current 
top five yeah. three point shooters. Like, like I said, this is just a random fun trade. Ricky Rubio healed healed once healed once out oh. of Sacramento. Maybe maybe it doesn't work. Maybe they don't do it. But I feel like it's an even trade. But maybe the fit isn't right. Um, next one, I did a big one. Yep. Bradley Beal. Yep. Going to the Warriors. Oh, yep. It's obviously not going to happen, but it's fun to theorize. Yeah, after, after I think today, I think if the way. Warriors were going to get Beal, they'd have to give up Wiggins, Eric Pascal, their second pick this year, and the Timberwolves pick next year because they have the Timberwolves lottery. Uh, There's no pick. way I would do that if I'm the Warriors. Really? I wouldn't do it yeah. if I was Washington. Yeah, see, if I'm Washington, I'm not doing it. I wouldn't touch it. Like, I'd be... To, to me, Bradley Beal is the most overrated... I just don't want that Whoa, Wiggins contract. Player. Really? That, 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 like, most overrated, sought-after, win-now player. Really? Yeah, good stats, bad team. So, like, more overrated than Drew Holiday? I think he's more overrated and overvalued than Drew Holiday. Wow. Right okay. Jesus. See, I think... I'm in. Bradley Beal's a weapon. I like him. He's a weapon. He's overvalued. But he's a good loser. But he's not He's not more <laughs> overvalued than Drew Holiday. But he's been to finals. If with with uh, injured John Wall, he made it to the finals. Conference finals. After, in the week east, when it was the week east. Like it's still, it was still Celtics. I don't think they got past the second round, actually. That was still Sixers, Celtics. Hey, like they were that- Sixers. Who were the Sixers at the time that two years Washington- ago? Washington weren't in the conference finals two years ago. It was, oh, no, sorry. It was, oh, it's, oh, wait, wait, it's probably like three, four years ago. It was 17. Yeah. Yeah. Sixers were nobody. Well, ben, Sim- ben, Simmons was, ben Simmons was injured. They didn't even make the playoffs. You want another Knicks trade? Chris, Chris Paul. Yeah, I like that. So Chris Paul to the Knicks. They give up Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, Frank Nilakina. You try and avoid giving up the eighth pick and maybe you throw in like your future first pick. So like a 2021, 2022, mm. what do you reckon? I like it. I think it's good. I wouldn't do it. If I was next. If I was the Thunder. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say if I was the Thunder, I'd do it. Mm. Yeah. I yeah. think Sam Presti is like, Oh, more. <laughs> more look, look, maybe more, my precious. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the Knicks could actually get that deal done without having to throw in any picks because of the contract. Yeah. I would be, I would just. But I, I prefer they, Westbrook over Chris Paul for that team. Okay. Me too. I think I think Westbrook does more with that team than what Chris Paul could. I don't. Oh, nah. so you, you prefer think, Chris Paul? Okay, I so, prefer Chris Paul. Chris so, Paul's better player than Westbrook let, right now. Let me ask you this though: Does Chris Paul play all seventy-two games next Doesn't season? Matter. Just him being there is a. Better... I don't, Westbrook doesn't either though. Westbrook won't. How many games do you reckon Westbrook will miss? Yeah, next he'll, season? he'll probably play Westbrook more. missed more than Chris Paul last season. Yeah, way more. Last season was a fluke for Chris Paul. Like the Rona break benefited him exponentially. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but it, less games now. It is what it is, though. But how, like, how many? But I'm asking, how many games do you reckon Westbrook misses this coming season? It'll be, it'll be 15, 16. I reckon it's ten to ten to twenty. I reckon Chris Paul misses over twenty. But that's all right. But over twenty, woo. unless he stays at the Thunder. No, I reckon if he he's having to I play, reckon him and Westbrook miss the same amount. I reckon if he has to play thirty plus minutes, thirty plus minutes a game, if he, like if he's at a team that requires a lot of him, he's missing over twenty. That's fine. It's it's not. It's not. It's not what he's forty four mil. It's not fine. But they're both that. I still rather. I still rather rather Chris Paul. I wouldn't. Westbrook. Not in a lesser team that has a that requires high usage. He's, Chris Paul just did that. He did that. Okay. No, he didn't. He didn't play over 26 minutes a game. He did that with no help. 
He's still got them. What do you mean no help? What, at OKC? Shea Gillages Alexander. A rookie. Dennis Schroeder, the sixth man of the year. Because of Chris Gallo. Paul. Because of Chris Paul. He made Gallinara better. No, Gallinari's good. Chris Paul played on average 32 minutes a game. For the season? Yeah. For the games that he did play? He played a fair Well, time. yeah, you don't play any minutes when you don't play games. <laughs> yeah, but, like, but no, they, they, managed, they load managed him well. His average over that period was 26. Are you saying like load managing is bad? Like the, no, he averaged 31.5 minutes a game. For the games that he played, not factoring in, like basically this, there was this thing that came out where it was like, if he's over this amount, for like total volume, so like like seasonal volume, whatever it is, not factoring in the games that he's like 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 load managed. So like th- that thirty one minutes a game doesn't take into account zeros. That would then bring it down. Does that make sense? He didn't miss a game. He played every game. He played every single game. He did not miss one game. He played seventy games. Yeah, of the full, whole season. Yeah. What the fuck was I listening to? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't. I think you just created a stat in your head. <laughs> no. I'm he didn't serious. he didn't miss a game. At all. I'm pretty sure he missed something like four or five games. He missed the last game against the Clippers. This yeah, last game. That was it? That was it. Okay. I know. And a game against Dallas. He missed two games. And that, that last game that he missed was the last one of the regular season. Yeah. Anyway. Two games. I I I feel like this is a I, don't know. I just, I just personally would rather Chris Paul because of what he bring to the team. He's a, he's a way better contributor and team leader than Westbrook. Westbrook just sulks. Nah, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he's a better team leader at all. You don't. No. Nah. Everywhere he goes, he turns to a winning culture. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I still think Westbrook. No, I, no I, not at all, man. The Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, but he he helped make them relevant again. They again, were he, they were a dumpster fire, and he made them relevant. Same. Yeah, but same so, as, so did Blake Griffin. Like Blake Griffin was incredible. Yeah, Blake Griffin was a part of that, but, but he's also he make that team. Chris Paul also did. Chris Paul pulled Blake them Griffin all did, apart. Did, well, if Blake Griffin was that good, he would have made Detroit more relevant. Blake Griffin's been like horrendously injured, and then last season had like some pretty good stats. Yeah, it's a pretty good stats, but he didn't make them relevant. Chris Paul made Clippers relevant. I wouldn't say that at all. You wouldn't. Was, no, it was the whole thing was Lob City. It's like saying They created that 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 whole thing around Chris Paul because of what he brings to the team. They didn't create it around him at all. It was like it was like it's like the big three. The whole thing was like we're doing a big three. Look, I I agree with you. Like, I think Chris Paul's a better player than Russell Westbrook. I think he's a better player, but I don't think he's better for I think a worse Westbrook team. at this point. Is better for the Knicks. I think any team that's like in the East below the eight, Westbrook does better for than CP3. I think any team that's on 500 or in the like or like above 500, CP3 is way better for. Yeah, fair enough. That, 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 that's how I would see it. Like CP3, when he's not asked, like I would not say that CP3 made Gallo way better. Gallo was having a good season last season. I wouldn't say that he made Shea Gill just way He shouldn't better. have to make someone like Gallo better, though. No. He's already... That's what I mean. He's, he's good. He, he didn't make him better. Like, his stats are pretty similar. And if anything, he Gallo did better in the playoffs last season than this season. His playoffs this season sucked. And then uh, Dennis Schroeder wasn't on a lot of the time, apart from in the closing lineups, that Chris Paul was out there. 
That's not like I think I think I think I think you I think he was really fortunate to have two point guards in that team to carry the load a lot in Shea Gilgis and Schroeder. Schroeder was pretty like cold prior to like last few seasons he's been pretty bad. Man, I would say otherwise. I reckon he was last year's uh, and this year's uh, sixth man of the year. I think he's like good, he, but he, he was at he was at OKC he didn't for two have seasons. Season, Lou Williams two years ago. Nah, he didn't. Definitely not. Lou Williams deserved it when he won it. He was arguably sixth man of the year. <sighs> I'm just saying the like, season just gone. Yeah, he should have won it by a mile. Yeah. Oh no! I said two years ago. Yeah, he yeah. shouldn't have got it two years ago. I, I think it was. I think it was like in the like. I don't. No, nah, two two years ago he was shooting twenty nine percent from three. Like, that's bad. Schroeder. Um. Yeah, but it's not like the three point six man of the year. Like it's like, but I it's think- it's bad. Lou Williams shot it way higher. Yeah, if, but- if you can come on and get like a thirty six point game as like. On the, as a sixth man, I'm not saying Lou. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying he was like to me. He like, he's he, in the conversation could, every year. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. For me, like you could argue for him. He was argue like like he like he wasn't my sixth man. Yeah, yeah. I honestly felt like uh, Montrez made his best argument for sixth man of the year then, and then Lou will, even though it's a regular season award, Lou will cemented it in the playoffs. Because like he went off. Yeah. But yeah, I think SGA is fucking really good. I, I, oh, he's really good. I think but yeah. he's also in his second year. I think like perfect example would be like Chris Paul has done way more with that Thunder team than Westbrook could have, as that team is. Yeah, hundred percent. But they weren't a. They were a. a what were they? Um, they, they oh man, like they before the they, year before. What was their record? Oh, um, they were pretty similar. Yeah, Let's take a look. They were pretty similar. They finished in a similar position. They were. It was like um, forty-four and twenty-eight. So they finished fourth or fifth. Um, fifth. <laughs> Previous season, they finished sixth. Yeah. I don't know. I'd I'd personally have Chris Paul with that experience. He's a better leader for the Knicks. Full stop. Over Westbrook right now. It's just not a bad take. Like it's it's fair. You could go either. I I mm. I think I just see I just see Westbrook getting worse than what Chris Ball is maintaining. Yeah, I think there's a steeper steeper cliff with if, Westbrook. Yeah, I, look, I agree. I think last season the only difference I see is I see last season being a fluke and very fortunate that they had the Rona break when they did for Chris Ball. So I, I like I just think that missing over twenty games, whereas compared to missing ten, will cost. A lot more, depending on where he goes. If he stays at OKC, he ain't going anywhere. But yeah, I, I, I think it was like um, uh, undisputed. Um, Chris Broussard was where I heard it. it was like it was to do with the minutes, and it was like he'd missed four or five games, he'd like for the thing or something like that. And it was a volume thing around twenty six. And if they can keep wherever Chris Paul goes, if they can keep it around that, I don't know what Chris Broussard was talking about. Talking outside of his ass, <laughs> mate. It's a skip take. Legitimately, I was like, I know you're not into NFL, but I was, mate, um, pro football focus had, has, has Tom Brady ranked over Patrick Mahomes in quarterback. Please. He just got touched up 36 to. Even I know that's wrong. And I don't really follow the NFL. No, no. Patrick Mahomes has. Breeze schooled Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes has one interception for the season. Patrick Mahomey. Oh, homeboy, homeboy, he's a mate. 
So he's only, he's only got one interception. Brady's got nine. Yeah, he's got 25 touchdowns too, Mahomes. He's a freak. So that's um, I remember I remember those stats accurately, and that is legit. And that was one of the that that was Skip's take on it. Um, in that, so yeah, maybe I should stop watching that. One thing that I, I I've said it a few times today is I would really like to see D Rose go to the Lakers and the Lakers get a chip. Yeah, you've you've said that and, a lot. Yeah. Anyway, D-Rose. I, I think that's like a daily thing for yeah, you. Yeah. I'm talking, I'm speaking it into existence. You're waking up to D Rose. Oh. <laughs> oh. I'm speaking it into existence like Joey is Westbrook <laughs> yeah. for the Knicks. See, it's but it, it is super likely the Westbrook. It's more likely, I think, D Rose than Westbrook move. Woo. Do you think Rose is more likely to go to the Lakers than Westbrook? Yeah, because it's less involved and there's less money. There's there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot more movement for Westbrook than D Rose. Yeah, but D Rose isn't asking out. No. And he likes Detroit. From what I've heard, he he's, he's, happy. he's people like Detroit. Well, he's he's you happy gotta, to just be live, he's happy to just be playing ball and getting a lot of he's minutes from and Chicago, like that, you know, like he's from the ghetto in Chicago. Like But he was he was happy to play a ball like a full season last year after all injuries. I think now I think he was thinking like chip time. Chip time. He's had his season of just, you know, getting by but with playing ball. I feel like that, like the Lakers trade has been like thrown around heaps. So I didn't include it, but everyone knows that. Yeah. Well, everyone says they'd love to see Chris Paul in the Lakers. I don't think it'd take a lot for the Lakers to get it done because they could quite easily just say. Well, to- apparently, Chris Paul doesn't want to go there. He's come out and said that he doesn't yeah, want but to go there. Has he said that? Who reported that? Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith also said that Russell Westbrook doesn't want to play with James Harden, which. Russell Westbrook, Westbrook came out and said it's I not true. It you need to stop listening to Stephen A. Smith. I said it all. Take Stephen A. Did it was like, let me if, be clear. If, let me be very, very clear. The reality of the situation is, I've got, I've got news. If LeBron, Stephen A. Smith is lamenting <laughs> that soliloquy that he was delivering on national TV on first take. <laughs> he goes, if LeBron, if LeBron run, runs into Kyrie Irving, he's gonna punch him out. He's had enough of him. <laughs> what are you talking about, Stephen A? <laughs> He just talks gibberish. The funniest thing to do the rounds in the NBA circle this week and on the there Instagram was no way Chris bar Paul, there was, was no Mark way Jackson talking about clapping LeBron's oh, that was That was years ago. <laughs> no, but it's been doing the rounds on IG. Though. I see it do the rounds like every few months. <laughs> it's With all due respect, I would hit that out of the park. <laughs> Res- respectfully, of course. Respectfully. <laughs> let's, let's not down, and let's not sit here and downplay Savannah. <laughs> and then it like pauses for a while. Then he goes on and says it and then pauses again. He's like, respectfully, of course. Mark Jackson <laughs> does not lament saying that at all. Oh, dear. Anyway, let's let's move on. So, to the Lakers. It's happening. I'm speaking it into existence. I'm calling it. It doesn't happen. <laughs> I'm calling that it doesn't happen. I think, breaks I think the Lakers could happen. make five or six better moves. You want them to re-sign Rondo? I think they should re-sign Rondo and Dwight and go off, go after Gallinari in a sign and trade. Yeah, I think that's a good move. I don't know if they do. I think Rondo's going to the Clippers. Yeah. All right. Next one. Um, Warriors have called Detroit and they've said, we want Blake Griffin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) But it's interesting. (laughs) Uh, Detroit want to move up in the draft. Yeah. Warriors are okay with moving down because they're the Warriors. They're really good. Like, Shoots They'll take Blake Griffin um, to move down. The Pistons can take Wiggins 
to match the contract for Griffin and and the Warriors will send Jordan Poole as well and they'll have the second pick. I, I think they'd still be happier with Wiseman and Wiggins. Yeah, Wiseman oh, I, Wiggins. I don't disagree. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. to move Jordan Poole on. We don't need D'Lo 2.0. million? We don't need, we, on? We don't need discount D'Lo. <laughs> five million, isn't he? It's not, uh, not much. Poole. Yeah. yeah, it's a cheap contract. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't I mean, he's better than all three of us combined, but... It's not about how bad we are, okay, guys? <laughs> We're armchair experts. We can say whatever we want. That's it. Uh, um, next one. This one's interesting, actually. I I think it's actually a terrible trade, but it's interesting because mm-hmm. some people would agree that would say that it's a good trade. Minnesota have decided they don't want the number one pick. <laughs> go on, go on. <laughs> They've had enough number one picks over the years. <laughs> not working out. Michael Jordan. So they ring Indiana and they're like, look, Oladipo wants out. Do you want the first pick? We'll take Oladipo. And they throw in uh, James Johnson, his expiring contract, and Jarrett Culver. I'd do it. Nope. Would rather LaMelo. Yep. Straight up. Yeah, I would rather LaMelo, but I'd do it. Like, So if, if Indiana called you I'd rather LaMelo than and offered you that. No, I wouldn't do it. But you would do it. What, <laughs> what, what are you doing? Are you, what team would you do it with then? Like if I'm Indiana, I'm doing it. But if I'm Minnesota, hell no. Yeah. And you can only be one. <laughs> well, then you wouldn't do it. No, but that's what I meant. As in, <laughs> if I'm so, Indiana, I would do well, it. Well, obviously one team's going to be worse off because it's a shit trade. Yeah. yeah. I would do it if I'm Indiana. Like that's a win. You get off all the So the trade's play. not happening is what you're saying. Yeah, but no way. Correct. Minnesota does it. All yeah, Depot no, is getting a max... I reckon he's going to get a four-year, eighty million dollar deal if he goes oh. out of paces. If he stays at paces, it might be five-year. Uh, he goes to Cleveland mil. and they offer four him year, max. four-year hundred mil. <laughs> Sorry, four-year hundred mil. But the max he's going to get is twenty-five year tops at the highest. Yeah, especially with the market now, the guy's signing a contract at the worst time. I'd just shut up and take my money. Yeah, I'd shut the fuck up and take my money. <laughs> All right, next next trade's my favorite trade personally. What's the likelihood of this happening? Is this a yeah, cheers, cool? I mean, for me, like a lot of these have been yeah, cheers. Really? Ooh, In my really? Oh, yeah, I think the- I think these trades are good. Listen to the laugh. So you don't put, like them? Put some okay, respect. So, yeah, so some of them, some of them. Yeah, <laughs> but like you, you can't, even, you can't like you can't, them all. No, because you start by saying put some look, respect on these trades. <laughs> you, he was raving about the Drew Holiday trades. Half, half of you, I was raving about the Brooklyn one. That's fucking. Yeah, crazy. that's a good one. But half of you said, "Look, I don't think this is going to happen." But so no, I don't think. <laughs> You can't expect every single trade that you theorize to <laughs> so, happen. Wait, so what's the ratio? What, what, like, what, what's the percentage of this one? Of like, like- oh, I'd say there's, there's, if look, if both teams or if one team offered, yeah, the other team to what I think I have, I think there would be a deal on the table. Okay. Maybe the finer details of the deal tweaked. would be tweaked. Yeah, but I can see the Lakers getting Schroeder in some sort of deal. That's a good move. Centered around. Green and Kuzma and that 28th pick. They get Kuzma who they could further develop. How are they, got, how are they, what, what else are OKC having to move in order to take on, like to make that work? Because Nothing, that that works. That works with the money. Schroeder's what? on a big contract. Is he? Yeah. yeah. That's, why yeah. That, that's why I feel like that's a I'll bad look it up move right now. Lakers because they can get more for those three. 
those three. You're probably yeah. right, but I really like Schroeder. I like I'm Schroeder, big, but I don't a, like him. I'm not big enough yeah, on Schroeder because no. that's why that's why I'm not big on Schroeder because his contract is huge and he's not worth it. Oh, I thought he was like on six man contract. I don't oh no no no! So he's on like Eric. No, Gordon he's on money. start. He he was he's on good start money. on he was on starting money. Fifteen million. Uh, isn't Green on fifteen million? 15 million. So, so it's a better why, contract than Green. So so why why Kuzma as well? Because he's on Stuffle and OKC are likely. To ask for that, Kuz as well. is on like one point five or something. There's no way they just what because he I wasn't even he's on his rookie deal. Yeah, but I, like on your rookie deal, you but he wasn't even lottery. Least. He was like not even top twenty. I don't. He was twenty something. Twenty eight. Yeah, wow. That's why they were so high on Kuz early. Like you have to. He got like, out of the like, OKC. Aren't going to do Schroeder for Green. I don't think the Lakers are going to be so willing to give up Kuzma. I know you want them to get rid of Kuzma because you don't like him. But oh, I'm I'm fifty fifty. Like uh, I, one of the best plus minuses in the league. For, for two people playing together is Bron and Kuzma. Where I want to see that stat. He came Where, up on first take. See, that's your problem. First take. I feel like they create. <laughs> you that. just you just came out and said I that like Chris Broussard said Chris Paul was playing 26 minutes that's a game. That's undisputed. Come on, bro. Go, these, Learn these, your shows, Joey. Do your mate, research. We just also spoke these about bad stats. Stephen A. Smith about 10 minutes ago. No, but like surely if they're putting up stats like that, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I want to see what the stat is. Lakers best plus minus. I'm pretty sure the plus minus duo. Yeah, no. I could go and clean the glass and find their best lineups, and I'm pretty sure Kuzma would be a part of them. I feel like Kuz, Green, and that pick is valued more than Schroeder. Yeah. Okay, check it out. Anthony Davis and LeBron. It's the best duo plus minus. No surprise there. 5.9 plus, plus 5.9. Then it's Danny Green and Davis, 4.7. Then James and Green, 4.6. Then Kuzma and James, 4.6. Didn't you say it was like the best? No, I thought it was like the second. I thought it was other than other than AD and Bron. Yeah, so it's fourth. Well, it's tied third. 4.6 Four, and 4.6. Right. Yeah, tied third. Yeah. And, and second is 4.7. I, feel, only, like, I only, feel like AD and anyone would be high. The, the only problem I have with that is because it's a duo, you also have three other players on the court. Yeah. And when Kuzma is on the court, it's probably some refined stat to make it look better. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like, and a lot of stats are, are yeah. designed like that, especially plus minus. Yeah. The best, I think, the best thing you could do is probably go on Cleaning the Glass, which is a another statistics website, and you can actually search the actual lineups. Mm. Um, I can I can get on and have. But a But I was really surprised at that because I'm not surprised at it at all. It doesn't surprise me. Okay. LeBron and Kuzma are pretty good. Green's on the, on the starting team. lineup, and that with that starting lineup is LeBron and AD. Mm. So, like, naturally, it's going to be pretty high. Same with Kuz. Kuz, Kuz is like, bench. But, but AD then comes on. Um, It stays on pretty much the whole yeah. first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then AD comes off at the start of the second. LeBron comes, comes back. Oh, we know. Vogel's very attached to his rotations. rotations. He yeah, does not is. like changing them. Ah. So, I think I think that's a deal that actually could get done. You know, maybe they could get more for Green Kuzma and that pick. Yeah, I just didn't um, think that um, Kuzma and. But LeBron for me, that's right. That's a big contract. Yeah, but for me, if I'm if I'm OKC, how people tend to value or seem to value Schroeder in the league, I'd ask for Kuzma as well. Mm. I'd say they'd be able to get it as well. Next one is a sign and trade. Lakers take Gallo. Mm-hmm. That's Kuzma, good. Green, and pick 28. I think, that, I, I I think that's that. a better deal. Yeah, I would do that yeah. for sure. Over that's what I'd use to pick in, in Green for. Yeah. 
And then the last one is a Chris Paul trade to the Bucks. I think I've said before, I think Chris Paul will probably end up on the Bucks. Mm. Um, Thunder receive Eric Bledsoe. I think that'd be really good. Yeah, I'd like, yeah that, that would, would be the only thing would be like Chris, Chris Paul's durability for season into postseason. But like I said, like, yeah, but, but you know, they, you they're, they're really happy with no one playing big minutes there. Yeah, aren't they, right? So Chris if Paul to the Bucks, Thunder take Bledsoe, Brooke Lopez, Hill, and a future first round pick. Maybe um, two, maybe yeah. two future firsts if OKC really want it. Yeah. I think Milwaukee at this point are they need like, to do like all in. Like, what they do you have, want? Well, they have to because they need to convince. We'll, we'll match the salary and then we'll throw some assets your way. Joey doesn't really like Chris Paul going there, though, to the Bucks. No, I don't, I don't love it. Yeah. But I mean, it's better than what they've got. I really like it. I do. I think it's great for you. Oh, I think I think it's better, but I'm not like. So is know, this one of these things where I'm not getting the bin out to yeah, it? <laughs> it's not bin worthy. Is this one of these takes where we're the majority and he's gone some bullish? Yeah, just different. Are you things. Max Kellerman? I must be. <laughs> I must be. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a. I think it's a good trade. I was going to say, is he busting out a Nostradamus? Nah. Kendrick Perkins on us right now. Oh. No, just because I don't love it. I don't I'm not saying it's not good. It's good. I'm just not in love just with it. Don't like pull it. Back. But do they do they go to the conference final or even the NBA final? I, oh, I think, potentially. I think, I think conference yeah. finals. Chris for Paul, sure. as, as as it's currently constructed, I think the Bucs will come out of the East anyway next how was, year. How was Chris Paul's threes this year? Good. He had a good percentage. Good. Just what I mean. So him going to the Bucks with Middleton and yeah. Giannis. Giannis just dominating. Inside, yeah, Chris Paul at the perimeter with Middleton. I think that's great. You know what I like? You know what I'm like when 36 percent, so not amazing, but it's good. still, yeah, but he's, good. I'm pretty Lee, Lee sure he's, I'm pretty sure his fourth quarter three point his, percentage is in through fourth the fourth quarter. He's like his percentage, like, like just yeah, they general. need they need someone that can close a game, yeah. He, um, yeah, you know what I'm like, Joey, in terms of making decisions when there's two very appealing propositions on the table which is absolutely fucking terrible. I'm terrible at making decisions. I would be... Hey, Russell Westbrook? I, yeah, pretty much. That's why I like him. Shoot. Damn it, I'm halfway through. Oi, oi, pass, 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 shoot, pass, pass, shoot, pass, shoot, pass, shoot, final, turn it over. I was about to say, wait, I haven't thought of throwing it out of bounds. Let's do that. Wait, shit, how many do I assist? Hang on, hang on. Fuck, I need one more for a triple-double. They've left me open on th- from three. Time to make them respect me. Hit it. <laughs> yell it yell at that hostile crowd now. <laughs> yell at the family and the kids and was that someone saying I suck? Yeah. I don't suck. Yeah, 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 yeah. How, how funny was that? Yell at Bronny on the on the TV screen. How funny was that bit? I'm keeping your dad here so he's not gonna fucking when smack they your bum. when they double teamed Westbrook and like got the ball out of his hands. And then he was like saying to LeBron, yeah, you better double team me. And LeBron just laughed yeah. at him. They were down by what, 20 or something? <laughs> yeah. oh, nice. He's like, yeah, you better double team. And LeBron just laughed and shook his head. Yeah, not not the best trash talking there. Um, but if I, I, I'm i going to be flipping coins to make a decision as to who comes out of the East between the Bucks if they take CP3 and the Nets if they were to then get Drew Holiday. That's that's how big I am on both of those guys. Mm. I think and, I think the box is currently constructed. They can still get out of the east, but they something went wrong. No, nah, I don't see them coming out of the east with that heat team. No, you probably look. You might be right. It's just my if, prediction. If they run into the heat, I just think out. I just think they 
they plan something different and it works better. If it doesn't, you know, I'll live with that. Mm. I, I feel like the Heat beat the Bucks as constructed and I feel like Toronto beat the Bucks as constructed as well. If Chris Paul's a Bucks, they beat Heat and they go out of the East. Yeah, I, that's what I think. But I literally am flipping coins as to who comes out if Drew Holiday's there and they keep Dinwiddie at Brooklyn and fucking CP3's there at the Bucks. Oh, but that's all implode by that stage. Yeah, potentially. That's Kyrie and KA together. God, it's a nightmare. I enjoy your flat earth theories. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The dome. The dome. The yeah. dome. Ke- Kevin Durant's already losing his hair. Is that stress? <laughs> <laughs> we're already seeing the implosion before the season starts. I, what episode was it we were talking about where Mike D'Antoni would end up? I think it was um, like episode three. I think I predicted Pacers, New Orleans, or Philly. Right. And I was like, yeah, where's he going to be? We should have a segment on that. I don't think anyone would have picked assistant coach to Steve <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets. Nah. With nah. Kevin Durant and the Doman. If someone Kyrie picked that, if, if anyone is listening and they actually legitimately It was probably that Kendrick happened, Perkins. Yeah, the Foghorn. Foghorn. Um, if anyone actually picked that, can you please ring me? Because I want to ask you about some Do, that, do you reckon they did that? Yeah, right. Do you reckon they did that because they honestly don't think Steve Nash is a coach? So they got a coach in to assistant coach. Oh, Kyrie already said that. He was I mean. a head coach. They said he doesn't, they don't, he, he's not a head coach. Steve would like, have just asked Mike to come. It seems like hmm. they're just getting reunited in the game. It's it, like, it's sort of like, it's sort of like, you know, how like we play and it's like, oh, you know, it's like pretty fun. Hey, do you want to coach a team? Well, like, Amari Am- 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 Stoudemire's there now. Yeah. The gang's back together. The gang is back the together. The Phoenix Nets. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to choke in the finals. The Phoenix Flat Earthers. <laughs> the Phoenix Flat Earthers. The Phoenix Doman. <laughs> they believe in the dome. Uh, yeah, look, I. this is why I said they're my dark horse. I'm bullish on them, but they're my dark horse because Katie appears to just not care about what Kyrie says and thinks or whatever. He's like, he's a free spirit. He's just going to do his thing. They just want a ball, all right? Only thing is, like, it's only Katie, Katie says that now. Says that, but... He's the one that's always doing the most talking on social media and reacting oh, it's to hilarious. literally everything. Yeah, it's so hilarious. I, I think that shit will implode before the playoffs. I would I honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I wouldn't be surprised if one of them gets traded before the deadline. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I would like, if I would, if that happens and we do that. and we do an emergency podcast episode, I'm just gonna sit here and say, Sorry, oh, I'm surprised. Kyrie to Lakers. Bron's gonna Bron's gonna whip him back into line. Uh, isn't Bron gonna beat his ass? He's gonna beat his ass. Yeah. Uh, according to Stephen A. I, Stephen A. Smith, and I quote: "LeBron said this. LeBron didn't say that to anyone. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up and go punch some dicks, <laughs> Stephen A. We've seen your mad boxing. Shut technique. up, you bona fide scrub." <laughs> <laughs> If anyone has seen, or if you haven't seen it, do yourself a favor and watch Joe Rogan break down Stephen A. Smith's <laughs> boxing technique. I haven't seen that. Not a fan. Oh, oh, it God. is so good. Tears it apart. <laughs> the dick punches. <laughs> oh, he's got his buddy holding pads for him, and one of the pads is like literally at like groin height. And it's- I mean, he's pretty old, isn't he? He's getting up there. Oh, he's like fifty plus. Yeah. 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 He still has eyes. His eyes work. Yeah. 
His hairline's looking pretty pretty far back. It's like a, like that for a while. That's like a five six head. Oh, strong, yeah, yeah, strong, strong. It's almost seven as bad head. as KD's. Strong seven head. So look, I think KD is happy to just let Kyrie do his weirdness, and but it, I could see it imploding for sure. So to finish, Westbrook to the Knicks. Yep. KD and Kyrie go to shit, and one of them straight up before the deadline. <laughs> I think that is a strong possibility. But Chris Paul to the Bucks. Yep. D Rose to the Lakers. <laughs> Warriors. I'm speaking in Warriors don't move their pick. Yeah, Warriors take Wiseman and Minnesota take Lamelo. Yeah, Minnesota take Lamelo so and take Rondo to the Clippers. Rondo to the Clippers, right? Yeah. And who is your most overvalued targeted player over for right now? That's so. So on. someone who. Like the teams are going after, they want, they see the, and they they're, they're the throwing, they're, they're throwing too much at other yeah. teams for them. Who do you think? Who do you think is the most? Overpowered? Probably Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. Yeah. Any other year, Drew Holiday's not getting this tension. No. Bradley Beal. He's not. He's not. No one's. They're not moving him. No, but what Pete? Like what? 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 Washington would require in order to move on from him, I think, is just way too high than what he like. Way higher than what he's. Worth. I don't even think they, there's anything that could force him. Well, they should because he's not that good. I mean, I him. yeah, I honestly, I, I, him and, and John Wall. I can't I, I say. I don't think he's going to come back. It's going to be that'll be a top three backcourt. I can't I say. I think it will be. I can't say Beal because there's never been top three in the whole NBA. I've, tell me a better apart from Warriors. Who's a, what's a better backcourt? KD and Kyrie. Backcourt. That's not a backcourt. A better backcourt. KD court, could seriously. play what they're, any. Like they, any they were position. literally that's, KD that's could that's play the, one through five. Yeah, but it's the same as the Tatum argument. But they're, they're, yeah, they're, you have to list him Boston, somewhere. Boston, Boston are better. No, nah. with no way, no way. With who? You think Kemba Walker and Smart are better than those two? No way. Smart's not starting. Yeah, he is two he guys. starting two? No, Jalen Brown starting two. Jalen Brown, like, sorry, Jalen Brown. Technically, I, I, I think Kemba yeah. Walker and Jalen Brown are nah. better than John Wall and Bradley Beal. Defensively, maybe. Otherwise, no. Yeah, but even think- even still, maybe Jalen Brown, not Walker. Walker's not defending then. Nah, and Wall is. Great steal. He's great on. I just defender. don't think John Wall's coming back. Like when you come back from that type of injury and your game is predicated on athletes. Oh well, then then KD isn't. Yeah, but KD's, game's KD's not predicated injury, on KD's athletes. injuries like his crossovers driving. Okay, he he has a no, lot. No, he's he's he, he, yeah, he's got handles, but his game's not predicated on it. He's on an Achilles. Yeah, yeah, it is on Big athleticism. Time. His game's yeah. not. It's shot selection. Yeah, but the way he moves. Like he puts Have a you lot seen of crossovers. Yeah, I've seen it. I've, I've seen back. it. It's unnecessary. It doesn't need to. If if, if you're most saying efficient games, he picks his spots. He'll, he'll go back to that. If you're saying that John Wall won't come back the same, then you, you're probably saying that KD is the same by default, and, and Kyrie has to, and Clay Thompson yeah, the, is the same the, by the default. The difference is, is KD has a seven foot six wingspan, and he stands at he's like he's seven foot. John Wall's not. Yeah, but KD's nowhere near as fast as John Wall. John Wall, but he doesn't have to be. At, Seven feet with seven six wingspan. Yeah, they play do they play two different positions. Like 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 John Wall only has his athleticism. Yeah, his vision. It, it, it doesn't matter anyway. Oh, no, 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 no. His vision's great. Kevin Durant isn't part of a backcourt. His passing ability is awesome. Yeah, but it's his speed that gets him. That, that takes it. That takes him to the next level. But yeah. his his vision is unreal. Yeah, John Wall. John Wall, like in college, was a freak. Like, yeah. yeah. But all I'm saying is, there's they have. Top three backcourt. Yeah. Easily. I don't think so. You might be right. Like you, you you're probably looking at they're Steph not touching and Clay, him. obviously, and then Damon CJ. 
I don't, I don't, I, I like off the top of my head, I'd have to think about it, but off the top of my head, you're probably right. Probably I'm just saying place. like, they're not, they're not moving those two. No. So that's what I mean. Like to say Beal is like, what he's if, not if, sort if up. If the Wizards were saying happen. like, if the Wizards were saying like Beal's on the market, like the Pelicans are for Drew, then maybe I would say maybe it is Bill. But it's not even like floating around. It's just like a flat yeah. no. Oh, no, they're saying no, which I like just think is crazy no. because it's like I don't see them – like they're not going to win in the next three years. But they're not planted. They, they got Apart from Wall, they got a young team, mm. a really young team that are going to be good. Yeah, but Bill's peaking now. So. No, nah, he's still young. Like, he's only like, what, 27? I don't think he's in 26? I think he's 26. He's young. He's still got a lot, lot to go. Yeah, but if you're waiting, if you're waiting another five years for these guys to then get good, I just think like I'm just they're saying, already good. They're already good. No, but this team compared this, to the league, I think they could start, they'll get to the finals. And then you okay, mean the, so the playoffs? Say, so playoffs. Sorry, I keep saying finals. Say yeah, Chris Paul goes yeah. to the Bucks. Then you got CP3 and Middleton. Do you think that yeah, John but Wall and Bradley Beal? But or see, is that a hypothetical? And we're only basing that's on a hypothetical. That's, that's we can't like now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. so, even still, like. Offensively, that John Wall and Bradley Beal combo is maybe even the, the second best. Because I mean, Clay is going to be different. Like, like, um, Ste- I, I, like uh, Steph and Clay have the best backcourt. Like, even if Clay's like a little bit discounted, like he he's catching a little shoot. bit. He's catching. But he's got to find that shot, that spot. To yeah, shoot. He's got to run around. Like that's how they base. They run. If he's got to run, he's got to. Steph, Steph, Steph's the greatest shooter of all time. Like I can't. Like even if he had. Like CJ as his number two, they're still the best backcourt. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that's fair. So I, I, it I could, it's either second, third, second, <laughs> three J yeah. Mc, yeah, Mc, so, back. So we're basing it off now, and we're basing it purely as one and two, one and guard two. only. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. not like positionless. It's if, it's probably no. even second best in the league because like I wouldn't yeah, call. Say, yeah, because because like yeah, basically you'd interchange both all stars because like because Bron plays point guard. Would you say? LeBron James and Danny Green are a backcourt. No, no. no, because that's not fair. That's LeBron. no, but I'm saying but like, I wouldn't call that a backcourt. No, yeah, yeah, that's not yeah, a backcourt. Yeah. So yeah. with the criteria, so even if they said, "Oh, three. Kevin Durant's going to be bringing the ball up and he's going to play point guard," no, he's not a fucking no, he's point definitely guard. top three. Could be top two depending on Wall versus Wall's injury recovery versus CJ. They reckon he looks good. Yeah, I've seen some clips and he looks good. Yeah, but you see the clips of KD as well. He's doing doing uh, scrimmages with Michael scrimmages. Beasley. Yeah, they'd be doing um, <laughs> Michael Beasley's looking he's like an looking, NBA player. <laughs> he's in that uh that trainer mode, Beasley. Yeah, he's, I, I saw um, game mode. I saw like this clip posted. Game missing. Guaranteed bucket. I saw this um clip posted and someone was like, Oh, should we give should Michael Beasley still be in the NBA and have a contract? He's playing against this dude who's Same probably pressure. like he's probably like the size of me, like five foot nine, doesn't play a lick of defense. <laughs> and Michael Beasley's obviously cooking him. I'm like no, he doesn't belong it's in the like NBA. Second and there is a reason why he doesn't have an NBA he's contract. Still got, he still had a, his ability. He's just didn't, not... didn't the Nets sign him and then he got kicked out because he failed a drug test? Yeah. Yeah. They like signed him before the deadline <laughs> and then they got rid what of was him. was it, we? Oh, I think so. Probably. He's hoping they relax. Well, it was, it was drugs. Anyway, that's it for the episode. Cheers. Cheers. Too easy, guys. Later. <laughs>